0: All right, here we go. The time has come a Thanksgiving weekend edition of TCA Thoughts Count Anywhere. I am Brett Lawson in for the Hall of Famer, the voice Aaron Phillips, joined by the usual company of the Chief and Matt Mullen. And gentlemen, pleasure to be here with you. Second time in three weeks, I believe, and uh, we're a I scratch your back, you scratch my back type of business. So Chief (laughs) filled in for Aaron here on Go Live on Unsportsmanlike Conduct, the show that precedes TCA right here on Go Live Vegas. So I'm very much uh, scratching the Chiefs back now. But don't worry, we're not literally going to scratch each other. We're just helping out in the hosting positions. And it's always a privilege when I get to be here hosting the show with you gentlemen. Two hours of professional wrestling talk, plenty of opinions and analysis. And there is a lot to discuss today. And we talked about it before, like right before we came on air. It's always great when you get to do a show where the headlines and the topical conversation is very much driven on an event. You know, it's cool when you could go through the dirt sheets and you go through the rumor cycle, but when you have stuff to where you could really chew over that's based off of something that you just saw on a pay-per-view or on a TV episode or something that's coming up in the near future, it makes it a little more exciting. That's what we kind of have here for this
1: edition of the show. Mm. Oh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, we, we, We're going around the curve. we are come down the home stretch now. Oh, absolutely. You got a story for us this week? I right love here? it. He's doing my job for me
0: because that's exactly where I was going to go first. And I think Matt has a juicy one based off of what he alluded that's to. Of uh, walking I had a juicier
2: one than what I walked in for. Oh, my. <laughs> yesterday, that's a tease. Yesterday I was working at Heart Attack and they were like, hey, there's a couple like over by the back door doing something weird. And there was like this guy sucking on some bum's titty. <laughs> and I was like, dude, what the hell are you doing? Get out of here. He's like, what, man? I can't finish. <laughs> no, I was like, go in the damn alley or something. I don't know what to tell you. And pray Metro don't show up. Pray. Oh, so they ran off and yeah. went to go get S T D somewhere else. There you go. Las <laughs> Ve- downtown Las Vegas on a Friday night. Even the Thanksgiving
0: weekend, uh, it doesn't get any more wholesome just because it's a holiday out in these what places. I guess happens- they couldn't
2: get a turkey breast, so they had to settle for something else. <laughs> what happens in Vegas? <laughs> Stays in Vegas, brother. <laughs> That's solid. That's solid. Yeah.
0: So um Was I mean, it froze or soft? Yeah, right. White <laughs> white meat or dark meat.
2: It was some wrinkly white meat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Remember to always baste your bird, ladies and gentlemen. You know? <laughs> wrap your Yeah.
3: <laughs> wrap All your leg right, I, love, too. I love
0: it too. We yeah, you know, at this point, at this point, we could spend the whole two hours on that. But believe it or not, we actually do have some professional wrestling to chomp over. And as we always kick things off here, Aaron usually does uh, an apropos job, so I think I could do a halfway decent job. We don't have a bell, but Chief can ding, a, ding, a bell sound effect as we kick it off with I Hear Voices. So getting things going here, gentlemen. Rumor is, there we go, little sound effect action. Thank you, sir. That's top-of-the-line production right here on Go Live Vegas. And if you're following us really quickly here on Go Live Vegas, jump in on the conversation. 855-502-4321 if you want to get on the phones. And, of course, on the chat room on Facebook, Aaron Phillips call, uh, coming in from Norfolk, Virginia, saying Hi. Who else? Shant,
1: good morning, Shant. Yeah, How you doing? Shant. And yeah,
0: Shant, morning from Arizona. Arizona. We all, and we also got something else from Aaron Phillips literally just a minute ago with an OMG. I already know what he's referencing, as everyone else does. So uh, good to know that we're entertaining Aaron all the way out from Virginia. <laughs> and of course, good morning to the friend, uh, all longtime friend of the show, Thomas Brunet. Thank you, as always, for tuning in, Thomas. One half
1: of the Brew Brothers.
0: Yes, sir. And, of course, the Chiefs Rant, sponsored by the Brew, the Brew Brothers, will be coming up later today, so we're excited for that. So stay put here, right here on Go Live Vegas. So I hear voices kicking it off. Rumor is WWE, guys, is going to use Dewdrop in the role. They initially planned for Nia Jax before she was released. Now, obviously, the re- Nia Jax being released was something you guys discussed here on the show. It was something that got a lot of reaction. It was something that a lot of people thought... Uh, was something that should have happened months ago, years ago, a long years time ago, ago, right? Especially given her reputation with some of the, the, inconsistencies, the inconsistencies in the work rate, the injuries, the harm caused to other workers, and all of this now kind of culminating at the same time when do drop is more relevant than ever before, at least so to speak. What are your thoughts on kind of out goes one and in goes the other, at least based off of what they had planned?
2: At least Piper Niven and, like, I refuse to call her dewdrop Her name's Piper Niven yeah. as far as I'm concerned. Thank you, man. I like but it. Show some respect. She was great in uh, NXT UK and wherever she's been. She's way more talented yeah. than Nia Jax is. She has a lot.
1: She's able to have a lot more moves in the ring than Nia. Uh, she's entertaining. That's for damn sure. Uh, she can take a bump. Uh, I think uh, you know I'm very happy. The only thing that worries me is they got rid of Nia. Are they eventually going to get rid of Piper?
0: Right, and that's and I love and I love the fact that you guys both clarify that one is substantially better than the other, and that's so unfortunate. How in professional wrestling, and we do it in sports, we do it in anything. Sometimes when we see something that looks similar to one thing, we often automatically like to classify it in that same category. We kind of just lump them together even if they're completely different, drop as a worker, I and mean, I'm just saying this for the sake of you know the WWE aspect, but she is a far better worker, far better in-ring psychologist, and, and just a, general, a ring general than Nia Jax could ever be. Oh, so yeah. using her in that role, I guess I can't say I'm shocked, but at the same time, it is a little bit, I guess you could say it's flippant. It's a little bit lazy just to think that she could play the same type of part, when in reality, she's a much better in-ring talent.
1: If she If she wasn't, qualified, they would have never brought her over from NXT UK. She wouldn't even be here as it is. asked her to come over from NXT UK to, you know, the main 50. Yeah. And uh, start wrestling over here now. That's, you know, just makes sense. Mm -hmm. So...
0: Krista says hi from Detroit. Hi, Krista, thank you for tuning in. And again, 855-502-4321, outside the states, inside the states, 702-329-6947 is the dial. So we love to hear your thoughts on anything in the rumor mill, and of course, anything we have seen in the world of professional wrestling the past couple of, uh, past couple of weeks. Uh, we're really just mainly just this week in general because there's so much to discuss just on an event-oriented basis and we will get to that later in the show but keeping it with the rumors here rumor is the next AEW pay-per-view which is entitled Revolution will likely be held on March 6th from the Amway Arena in Orlando obviously this is something that's going to create a lot of buzz because it's AEW at this point they could put anything out there and it's going to get traction but one thing I really like to compare AEW and WWE is the crowd based off the location. Because in WWE, the longest time a storyline was it's almost like it was a running narrative of its own—that the crowd would become a part of its show, of the show based off of where you are. AEW as a fan base is kind of, I guess not as jaded in re in the, based off of the recency. So I often don't look at the individual city as much of a. Uh, a do or die in terms of how that crowd is going to receive the talent. Of course, when sh- in mark- smart crowds like Chicago, we're obviously going to have a punk contingent. Anything oh, yeah. in the Northeast, anything international, that's always going to be big. But I'm curious to see how an Orlando crowd, because Orlando crowds traditionally aren't necessarily great for professional wrestling compared to some of those others. True. I'm curious to see how they would be a, for an AEW event, Chief, compared to a WWE event, because even though the crowd and the wrestling culture, I guess you could say, may be the same. The product you're seeing in the event in the venue and on TV is not the same.
1: I think a lot of the fans with AEW, no matter where the show's at, uh-huh. they're going they're showing up.
3: That's what I believe too. Okay. Yeah. And,
1: uh, what's the place in Jacksonville that they were holding? Daly's place. Daly's place. That was always packed. So they're just moving down the road from Jacksonville to Orlando. It's about an hour and 15 minute drive. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think the fans are going to show, you know. But uh, I'm going to throw this one out at you. AEW, when are you going to give the fans in Vegas their damn show that you owe us? And, and it's, maybe, Tony
2: Khan already announced right. during a press conference that Double or Nothing is going to be in Las Vegas.
0: And it's, it's so ironic how that whole thing was really kick-started. I know, and it was a work in progress. Long time coming with everything that Cody and Tony Khan were able to do from a marketing standpoint. But just off the bat, that first initial show we had here in the summer of 2019 was so big, we're throthing at the mouth, especially at a time where the Vegas sports and entertainment culture is bigger and buzzing harder than it ever has before. We need another all-elite wrestling event here in our uh, our parameters.
1: You never know who may show up at AEW out here in Las Vegas either.
0: And that's been proven in any location, including here in Vegas, with that show we're alluding to. Going on, keeping on the rumor mill here for I Hear Voices, Andrade Andrade and Charlotte. Okay, So this is interesting to me. They might have broken up. Andrade and Charlotte. Yeah, Andrade and Charlotte. And when I found this out, because I got the notification of this earlier in the week, and I actually had to read over the story a couple of times. So Andrade and Charlotte, how long have they been together? About four years now. I believe 2018 is when they started.
3: Somewhere around there, yeah. Right
0: when Andrade first got moved up. From uh, from NXT onto the main roster, so the rumor on the on the circ, the circuit is they might have broken up as they have unfollowed each other on social media. And I love and the reason why I say I looked at this with a a heavy eye earlier in the week is because this is such some millennial bullshit type stuff where we're looking at social media to work to basically reflect on how people are living their day to day lives. Most situations with celebrities, you're not going to care unless you're like an entertainment industry type blogger. It's interesting with professional wrestling, though, because Andrade and Charlotte kind of came out of the blue. And we're at a period now where professional wrestlers are with each other left and right, just off the law of proximity. What are your thoughts on just the overall dynamic between them? Because they were, they were kind of the power couple, at least until Becky and Seth kind of really became the power couple in a way. What are your thoughts on Andrade and Charlotte and their maybe, maybe not breakup?
2: I just find it weird that right. like somebody's actually out on social media yeah. trying to figure out who's following and unfollowing each other and when it happens. Yeah. Like, you know, I know I got a lot of time to look up news stories, yeah. but I'm not looking up somebody with like 100,000 followers every day and be like, is Andrade still on there? I wonder. You yeah, know, it takes a lot of effort.
1: Here's the funny thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. For the true wrestling fan, we've always been taught that when – you see a wrestler in a restaurant or wherever, yeah. you know, it's their private life. You don't mess with it. And then whoops, you see something like this come out, well, it's their private life. So what's th- what is a wrestling fan to do? Mm. Are, you, are you there to bother him? And know everything about their private life, yep. or are you there to leave them alone and let them live their private life? And that's that's my. Well, we take live in on a it.
2: reality TV show based society now. Everyone wants to know everything about everybody.
0: Absolutely, and WWE has actually done a really good job of catering to that in a way of making this, the superstars more accessible than they once were. They heavily push social media, they heavily push content on the WWE network that is often revealing, goes behind the scenes. And again, we're at a time now, we're just based off of that proximity and based off of the fact they're all under the same umbrella, we see superstars and workers Link up now more frequently than they ever did. It was almost—I'm not—it was never really considered taboo, but it was one of those things you kind of, you know, consider and go over with a fine-tooth comb. You kind of pick your poison if you were going to dabble in those waters. Now it's the norm. Now it's like if you work, especially in WWE, if you're working in that industry, you're likely going to find your life partner in that industry, just based off of what recent years have shown us.
2: you travel 300 days a year with the same people right. and you got to stare at them beautiful women right. daily. Hormones are going to take yeah, over exactly. at some point. And, <laughs> you and you I mean, mean the hubcaps? <laughs> yeah. And the workers. Yeah,
0: exactly, for lack okay. of a better word. And, mm-hmm. and, 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 i got to get
2: Eva Marie on this show. Sometime. <laughs> Absolutely. I can't wait. How,
0: how would, my girl. How would, Air, how would Aaron like that? And again, Aaron's in the chat room as all. Aaron everyone,
1: can stay in Virginia.
0: As is the rest of the TCA. <laughs> as is the rest of the TCA Until we get faithful. hubcap on. And the TCA faithful, Thomas Brunette, mentioning we have no AEW until May with a, a crying emoji. Understandable, it sucks when you have a promotion that kind of consistently delivers, and then there's a gap in in uh, in the event scheduling, if you will. He also says, I thought I saw Charlotte wearing her ring last night. So there you go, another great observation. He may not be cycling through the social media followers on Twitter and Instagram and et cetera, but that's a good observation by Thomas. Look at that ring, because the ring often tells all on the hand.
1: You know, I going wanted- to... Flip something for a minute mm-hmm. I want to shout out to Impact Wrestling Thank you for uh, Allowing us to be part of it uh, It was outstanding And come back soon
0: There you go Well said And that actually segues us perfect, In perfect position for our first break As Aaron gets ready to send us to that Really quick, Garth Wall in the chat room Good morning, gentlemen Friend of the show, Garth Obviously, and I'm sure Garth is equally as uh, uh, Thankful to Impact Wrestling, especially given some of the pictures that Garth shared on social media. He, uh, The man the man knows how to capture a moment, no doubt about it. Chief, you got something before we go to break?
1: That's my brother, man. Oh, love no, him. That's my brother. Absolutely awesome. I'll see you tonight, Garth. Yeah,
0: and those guys at Cincinnati Sublimation are just do outstanding stuff, and they're an absolute joy to follow on Twitter, both anything related to professional wrestling and outside of it.
1: You need a car... Go see Gore. And
0: there you go. Great plug there from the Chief. So keep it posted here, right here on Go Live Vegas. Plenty more to discuss here on Thoughts Count Anywhere. It's and for Aaron with Matt Mullen and the Chief. Keep it posted. We'll be back in just a second.
4: If inspiration is the beginning, where does it lead? Experience the 2021 Mazda 3 sedan and see where inspiration can take you.
5: Grab the brass ring in a 2021 Mazda 3 with exclusive FSW discounts at Finley Mazda. Get Garth today at the Valley Auto Mall. It's not the
6: worst podcast ever, is it? It's the best podcast. Thoughts count anywhere. All your wrestling news, all your hobbit hey, all your gimmickry, go on over listen wherever your podcasts are downloaded. The Thoughts Count Anywhere podcast. I'm the Big LG Doc Ellis. That's my
3: endorsement. Booyah! At Firehouse Subs, a portion of every purchase helps provide much-needed life-saving equipment to first responders. We make our subs differently because our subs make a difference. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives.
0: Sin City Sublimation is an all-in-one design and manufacturing shop making everything here in Las Vegas. Most companies have everything made overseas. We do not and can do all the work in two weeks or less. From the court to the field, we have all types of sports uniforms for your liking, but if you are looking for something else, we also make memorial shirts, birthday shirts, and fan gear for your kids' teams. Send us an email at sales at and if you mention Thoughts Count Anywhere, we will take $5 off each shirt with a minimum of 12 purchased. A pro wrestler-owned business, we are known for reasonable pricing with a fast turnaround, all made in the usa for more information go to sincitysublimation.com for more all right rolling onward here on thoughts count anywhere we are live go live vegas on all our platforms on the app on all our social media channels jump on the chat room jump in join on the conversation we want to hear you on the phones as well i've been lucky enough every time i filled on the show that we have gotten a caller so we hope to get another one 855 502 4321 so again we'd love to hear from you and the chat room continues to blow up as it always does on a weekly basis Garfall said during the break drake versus vandergriff is set up to be the match of the year so full stop so very hyped uh, across the vegas wrestling community across the wrestling community at large hype for everything going on here and it's so cool now that we have something that Vegas, you guys talk about all the time on the show, has a strong local wrestling contingent.
1: Shout out tonight, FSW. Exactly. At, at the, I can't think of the damn name of the place they're going to have to show at tonight.
0: Well, and either, and either way, we, and we could get that detail in a second, but I think it just goes to show at both the local and national level, Vegas is starting to heat up. WWE is gonna just start eyeing that many more shows here. We're talking about AEW with Allegiant. We're hoping that AEW makes its return or at least is here more frequently, and of course, everything with impact. So whether you look at the local promotions or the national promotions, Vegas certainly has a spot here. And that's why it's so cool to you know see this show, Sin City Sublimation. It's kind of a congregation of the Vegas wrestling faithful that really are also palatable to a larger audience across the national board. And speaking of a larger audience, Survivor Series, Chief, you got something really quick?
1: Diversion Amusement, tonight, 7 o'clock, FSW, four cage matches. It's going to be a hell of a show.
0: There you go. And that is how you get back onto and do the thing And tees- I do
1: have something else.
0: That's how you come full circle.
1: Survivor Series, I did not watch it. It's still on Peacock, so uh, I...
0: He's going to be short of an opinion on that one. Yeah. Well, either way, we will, we will chew over Real some of those. Real short. We'll chew over some of those results at a rapid-fire pace now. If you watched it, again, share your thoughts, share your opinions in the chat room or on the phone lines, 855-502-4321-702-329-6947 in the States. So, Shinsuke, going over against Damian Priest by way of disqualification. Now, anytime you have something like that, whether it be a DQ, a dusty finish, a schmoz, it gets a little hairy, and it makes people really just that much more amped up for what's to come. What did you think, though, just initially, while because did you watch the show live, Matt? I, no, I, I was at
2: Impact. I watched okay, it like the that, day that after. That makes
0: sense. Yeah, it makes sense. So so did I. I wasn't at Impact, but I didn't catch the show live. I watched it the day after as well because I was doing something uh, that, that evening uh, related to the NFL. But what were your thoughts initially on the booking decision of Shinsuke going over via DQ?
2: I thought there were going to be a lot more DQs in this. Oh, like in the card? Like in the card in general. Just across the board, right.
1: Did, I, did, did Damien do something to where uh, he got himself disqualified? Or was this is it like the one match I interference, didn't see. Outside interference or something. And Garth
0: Wall says, watching Survivor Series is a great way to lose three hours of your life that you will never get back. So clearly. I, it was same. that brutal, Ex- Exactly. Huh? So again, impact in in the eyes of many was the alternative. And not just because you were here locally. A lot of people probably believed that that was just a superior product, given the card and given what was going down that evening. And that cool. says a lot in my Well, opinion. you know,
1: I, I talked to a lot, the, a lot of the people that, fans yeah. that went to Impact, they weren't from Vegas. They drove they in. They traveled. A, they drove in. They flew in. And that's uh, awesome. Yeah, so that's that says something.
0: That's, that does. It does. That, that's monumental when you have that type of traction and that type of drawing ability.
2: It's like Turning Point was sold out Saturday. Mm-hmm. I thought the attendance was really going to be hurt Sunday because of Survivor Series, and they had to shut the door before the show even started and be like, it's sold out. We can't let no more people in. They didn't. Right.
1: Have, they... they they brought in probably thirty or forty more chairs than they should have,
0: and it seems like that's kind of been the norm for professional wrestling. of the, the the impact event that I was at with you guys, I think we were kind of all surprised with how, just how many people were there. SummerSlam, when it came to Allegiant, obviously a different promotion and a much different scenario, but even that that the tickets on that were pushed a lot faster and a lot more, I guess, in a more intense rate than people initially projected.
1: Well, you know the funny thing is, you look at events; people are just wanting. To get back to normal, mm-hmm. and wrestling fans, as we know, we get a little crazy once in a while. Oh yeah, and we wanted from time to time, and we wanted some damn wrestling. And uh, hey, it we, delivered. We got it,
0: and that's exactly what Garf says in the chat room. Impact wrestling delivered for Vegas, and when you can do that, they're going to keep coming back, focusing more on the Survivor Series results. This is one that I know everyone has an opinion on. Becky Lynch defeating Charlotte Flair. I think a lot of this rivalry, naturally, it's obviously there, it's gonna be deeply rooted. It's, in a way, it's always going to be there as long as both of these women are employed by the company. But a lot of it going in was a little contrived. I, maybe that's just me being cynical because there's other stuff to watch now and I just don't feel as obligated to immerse myself in the happenings of Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair and their saga at this point in time, even though I love them both as workers. What are your thoughts though on Becky going over? I wasn't surprised by the booking decision.
2: I was definitely glad Becky won. As but opposed, to that Charlotte. should have been like the main event yes. because you can't put the best match on. Le- yes, best, the best match on first, and it was just all downhill from there that, that until was- the main event brought it up a little bit, but. Becky versus Charlotte was by far the match of the night.
0: That was my takeaway as well It was the placement on the card. Why was that match so early? And sometimes I get why they do it strategically where they want to put a big-time match there, but if it's going to be the best match, it never works out well as a collective event because, like you said, it always goes downhill, and you walk away with a whimper when you started with a bang.
1: I'm going to keep saying it. The women need their own damn Show
0: and it's becoming more and more clear. I think.
1: And with what you just said, it was the main event. You just put the stamp on it, my friend, and I appreciate that.
2: With uh, there was rumors that that was gonna be the actual main event for the show. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "There's no way the Rock's coming back now." But when they announced that, that when I heard like Becky's music hit first, I was like, "Ooh." That means Roman versus Big E is the main event. It's going to close. Maybe it's going to happen. Right.
1: But no. It was just one of the two. Ma- and I didn't, again, I did not watch it. But looking at our run sheet, it was either Becky and Charlotte or Roman and Big E. They were, that's one of the two where should been the main event. I agree with you.
0: Yeah. This is one of those things where you, so we sometimes forget, especially at a point now where, the the debate is ongoing about how filled out and how utilized and how valued the roster is as a whole. But sometimes we see these cards that are so deep and have so many matches on them. And then it just becomes that much more imperative that these certain bouts have to be placed at a certain time, simply for the crowd to react and for the show to really resonate. And when you do that, it's hard to really keep that buzz and that energy going, keeping up, keeping, Going with the results on the card. Team Raw defeats Team SmackDown with Seth Rollins being the sole survivor. Not surprised there at all. Like... The, the whole match kind of just... And, you know, a lot of times when you have the soul survivor, you want to tell the story in a certain way. There's a, there's a certain pacing to it, of course. Yeah. There's a certain narrative that you have to tell. The whole time while watching, though, and I, I just kind of... And this was the first because I didn't watch the card in sequence, actually. I watched the, I watched the Becky match and Charlotte match first and then kind of watched it sporadically over the course of that next day because I had the day off. Yeah. So I actually watched this card, this match, second to last. But even just so while watching the whole match, you kind of just knew... That it was going to end with Seth being at least in the mix for the being the sole survivor. Oh, yeah, and when he wound sure. up being it, it wasn't a shock to me.
2: True, yeah. I would, like once like the match started, you can just kind of tell like right. Seth was going to either be one of the last two or. And the it, very last And
0: it's one. always that way with, like, Royal Rumbles, too. It always just seems there's sometimes, and a lot of it's, it's based on what they do in the episodes leading up, how they look in the go-home show, what their stock is, if it's a Royal Rumble for WrestleMania, if it's Survivor Series, what their stock would be for heading into the WrestleMania season, or, you know, at least the beginning of next year. So sometimes you get a little bit of, like, a, a tease or a little bit of a sneak peek, and sometimes you kind of just wing it. This was one of those instances where just, just off the flow of the match, like you just said, Matt, I thought Seth was going to be the sole Survivor. You have you have something to share, Chief?
2: No. Kind <laughs> well, of expecting him to beat Big E
1: at well, some point too. Well, well
0: right, exactly. Oh, I'm that a,
1: got a finger. I'm gonna talk about that one. That got an okay. index finger. I'm gonna talk about that one. Big E, do we want to go to yeah, it now? Let's do it. All right, Roman and Big E. Roman beat Big E. Now, I was listening to something. And I want to throw this question out there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Who does Roman have to go up against now that's left on the WWE roster?
0: He's kind of tapped out the resources at this point. He's
1: beat everybody. Yeah. There's nobody left. So what's the next storyline? Right. Or does Roman go to pasture?
0: It's crazy to think we're asking that here with 2022 on the the outlook.
1: There's no, you know, is it going to be. Okay. Last night we watched or I watched and I guess Brock's coming back next week. Mm -hmm. Okay. Is that going to be the next storyline again for how many times now? You know, he's beat everybody. There's nobody left. WWE has played all their trump cards, unless there is somebody that we the wrestling folk know do not know about that's going to come over possibly and challenge Roman because other than The Rock, he's beat everybody.
0: Well, before we go to break and take our you know take our second break of the show because this is already flying by with so much to champ over here. Thomas Brunett says Sami Zayn is the number one contender for the Universal Championship. Mike Halverson says Roman is not the Rock, Roman is not Stone Cold, and Roman is not Hogan. So there you go. That kind of screams. Sh- that kind you, of screams. Mike. I
1: appreciate it. And to Thomas Brunett, if they they're going to book Sami and, and and Roman, in your right mind, do you think Sami Zayn can beat Roman Reigns? Hell no! Could you imagine the
2: look on people's faces
1: yeah, if he if freaking Haluva kicked him and beat him? Right, exactly, and so. that's
0: <laughs> and that's that's the point at hand qu- here.
2: So the question is, and I'm going to just
1: pose it out there again. And Mike, I appreciate your comments, and they're right on the money. Who the hell does WWE have on their roster? And look at their roster. Go down the roster. Who do they have that can beat? Or who Roman has beat already. Okay. There isn't anybody. You gonna put you gonna put Damian Priest? You gonna put Drew McIntyre? Nah. I don't think so. That Those storylines have gone been there, done that. Okay. Are they gonna bring are they gonna bring Randy Orton back in? I don't think so. I just think Vince and and I hate to say this, I think Vince has got a player. Okay somewhere Mm. that they're not letting out they're keeping tight lipped on so that it stays within a few people and they've got somebody but they're not letting it out and we don't know
0: thomas brunette says brock is going to beat roman and for those of you tuning in as chief just alluded to there could be something in the works here to where who is, the next big time opponent for Roman Reigns is someone who's currently not signed with the promotion. So that's going to be something to track here in the next few months.
1: Or is currently signed, but we're not we're not realizing it. Mm.
2: Could you imagine the ultimate push for somebody if Roman stays undefeated for like 2 years and Gable Stevenson walks in and just beats Roman and like squashes him or something?
0: Right. Exactly, and it's like a, you bring an Olympic gold medalist, someone who has a lot of charisma and a whole lot of natural ability, who's already kind of being plugged by the company at large. That's definitely a name to bring up. So it is, it is, uh, it does warrant the discussion. So it is that time, gentlemen. Here we are, nine thirty. We actually aren't going to go to our first break. We're going to go instead to the Chiefs Rant, which is sponsored by the Brew Brothers every Sunday at 2 p.m. on Top Rope Collectibles Facebook page. Search Top Rope Collectibles in the search bar on Facebook to find it. The Brew Brothers every Sunday at 2 p.m. as they bring you the Chiefs Rant. It is now time for just that.
1: Hey, good morning everybody. This is the chief's rant. And I'm not talking wrestling today. I'm going to talk college football. To the fans out there, I think we ought to start a all-out attack on the selection committee to get Cincinnati in to play for the national championship. When you have a team right now, other than Georgia, undefeated, and let's face it, there's probably still questions out there about are they gonna get in as a top four? Well, the only other undefeated team is Georgia, and Georgia's at the top, okay? So my prediction is, Cincinnati's going to get in. And we need to go to an 18 playoff. And I don't care if you agree with me or you don't agree mm-hmm. with me. This is the Chiefs' rant. So I can say whatever the hell I want. And nobody can uh, say anything. And if you want to, say it to my face. Because I am the Chief. That's the Chiefs' rant today, over and out.
0: I love it. I I could just see Chief walking down the street saying, you know what, Cincinnati not in the playoff? Come say it to my face if you have a problem with it. And Chief had many opinions on that regarding the whole college football playoff committee. We get closer and closer with Week today. We discussed it on our show here before TCA came on the air, on Unsportsmanlike Conduct with Chief filling in for Aaron. And
1: Michigan's up over Ohio State, 7-0. As
0: of right now, early in the first (laughs) quarter, Michigan, believe it or not, the Wolverines have a lead 7-0. So that will be definitely something to track here moving forward. But plenty more to get to right here on TCA, so stick around. It's Brett for Aaron. We got the Chief, we got Matt Mullen, and we got plenty more to talk here in the world of the Squared Circle. So stay put, we'll be back with more here on Go Live Vegas.
6: One. It's not the worst podcast ever, is it? It's no. the best podcast. Thoughts count anywhere. All your wrestling news, all your hobbit shit, hey, all your gimmickry, go on over, listen, wherever your podcasts are downloaded, the Thoughts count anywhere podcast. I'm the big LG doc Ellis. That's my endorsement. Booyah!
0: Sin City Sublimation is an all-in-one design and manufacturing shop making everything here in Las Vegas. Most companies have everything made overseas. We do not and can do all the work in two weeks or less. From the court to the field, we have all types of sports uniforms for your liking, but if you are looking for something else, we also make memorial shirts, birthday shirts, and fan gear for your kids' teams. Send us an email at sales at and if you mention Thoughts Count Anywhere, we will take $5 off each shirt with a minimum of 12 purchased. A pro wrestler-owned business, we are known for reasonable pricing with a fast turnaround. All made in the USA. For more information, go to SinCitySublimination.com for more.
3: If you order Firehouse Subs online or with our app, we'll have those delicious, melty subs boxed, bagged, and ready to pick up with Rapid Rescue to Go. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save
7: more lives. This is John Cena. I I I just wanted to send you a congratulations on your podcast. Thoughts count anywhere. Because indeed they do. Thoughts are important. I mean, what would they, we do without them? And how can they not count anywhere? Is there a place that thoughts don't count? I can't think of one. Well, I just wanted to say thank you very much, congratulations, and good luck on the podcast. Thoughts count anywhere, because they do.
0: All right, still plenty more to come here on the Thanksgiving weekend edition of Thoughts Count Anywhere. Brett in for Aaron with the Chief and Matt Mullen. And a lot of great conversation has been taking place ever since we came on the air. Uh, here on Go Live Vegas, so just to read some of these comments that we got just in the past few minutes, because we've been hey, fall- good morning, and we've been following them throughout the show. And Chief, a lot of your opinions got some got some initial reaction. Halverson said, Mike Halverson says they need to unseat Roman, pull him out for a month, leave Brock at home, take a Moss and throw him in a dumpster. And again, a Moss was the one who won the 25 man Battle Royal at Survivor Series, there's another result there on the card that, again, may, be, may have been met with some mixed reaction, to say the least, as Mike is alluding to there. And he also says, to end his comment, make AJ Styles the head of the table. Well, Mike, I certainly agree with you on that one. I've been saying that for years, and I'm not anybody special. Most people who follow the product, whether it be WWE or the industry as a whole, are going to say AJ Styles should either be the head of the table or should be sitting having dinner with the head of the table Hell on a yes. regular basis because it's AJ Styles. I mean, what what are your thoughts on that?
2: Amos like, well, is like a up and comer, but right. it's so annoying that he's like stuck in this tag team when he damn near should be in like the WWE yeah. or Universal title picture at almost all time. It's, he's like misdirected at this point. Yeah. He should always be on the top of the card. He's like one of the best wrestlers on this planet. Oh, absolutely.
0: he And, and has been for quite some time. He's one of the best to ever do it at this point. Oh, it, yeah. It's like what Chief talks about with Brian Danielson. It doesn't matter. It gets to a point where it doesn't matter who he's working against, or what he's doing, when you become so solidified, much like you guys talked about Randy Orton last week on the show, when you become that easy to trust, those are the guys you constantly want. And Randy Orton, again, with RK, bro, uh, with RK Bro defeating the Usos, it's good. I'm happy he's a part of like a winning team right now and a team that has gotten over and a team that's successful. But I'm even you know, chomping at the bit to see Randy Orton kind of get back in that position because, yeah. again, he's like Styles. He's one of those guys that you could trust to work a match with anybody, Chief.
1: You know, I'm going to say this. Mm-hmm. I've been a wrestling fan close to 60 years now. Mm-hmm. Go back and look at AJ Styles and Brian Danielson matches. Go back and look at Brian Danielson and Kenny Omega matches. Go back at AJ Styles and Kenny Omega matches. You want to see some wrestling matches? Mike, you brought up the point I totally agree with you. AJ could be the head of the table and Probably should be right now.
0: And Thomas Brunette agrees. He says AJ should always be near the top of the card, and I think everyone here at this set would agree with that. Sean Hyde, who said good morning just a moment ago, he has, he's sharing his take in the chat room. He says the times of Hogan, The Rock, and Stone Cold are gone. WWE itself has said no one is bigger than the product at large. Roman is the best he has ever been in his, in his career, and WWE has no one that they have built or as, bit, as currently as big of a star as Roman is. Brock is a star, but the fans don't believe that he is going to stick around to be the guy. There's a lot of truth to that. So Brock may, you know, in a way be a bigger force, but he's not as... You can't trust it. He's not as consistent. Roman is the biggest option you have who's there every week.
1: Could you pass out the phone number, please? Oh, absolutely. I just put it on there. You got it.
0: 702-329-6947. And Chief, way to do my job for me. I appreciate that reminder. If you're calling in the States, that is the line to punch in. 702-329-6947. 855-502-4321. If you're following us on any of our video platforms, you'll see it on the screen. But if you're listening on the Go Live Vegas app, there you have it. Again, we would love to hear from you. If you can't get in the chat room, let's hear your voice. and Jump on the phone line
1: you know I brought up during the uh, uh, commercials Mm -hmm. one person that WWE hasn't used is Walter
0: yep and you were adamant about that in the commercial
1: okay Walter might be a good viable opponent for Roman Reigns possibly I don't know I don't know we don't know what the hell WWE's creatives thinking or what Vince is thinking but Walter came over to NXT a couple times, and that was it. He went back to UK.
2: They said he's more open to move to the United States to go on the main roster, so we got a phone call.
1: Right. Is it?
0: Is this Mike Halverson? Hey, hi. He's ringing in now because, again, we're going to fall in the chat room. He seemed very eager to join in on a conversation. Do we have him on now? So if this is Mr. Halverson or whoever it is, let us know who you are, where you're calling from, and what do you want to talk about?
8: It, it's, it's Mr. Halverson heavy on the Mr. Oh.
1: <laughs> hey, Big Mike, what's up, brother?
8: Hey, so you guys, you guys got me all fired up. Sitting here listening to you guys talk about all the new stuff.
1: Damn, then we're doing uh, our job. 20,
8: Twenty years ago, I wrestled on a card with um, the American Dragon, Brian Danielson, and Brian Kendrick, and it was in front of WWE scouts. This was probably 1999, 2000. Okay, and. Um, the rest of us stood in the back watching on a little TV that we had, and they absolutely tore the sh- tore the house down with 12 people in it. Those guys are the wrestlers. Roman yeah. Reigns is manufactured. He's like a boy band. <laughs> um, he's like in sync. He's like anything else. I mean, he, I'm, he's a great kid. I knew him when he was a little boy, but he's not. He's not a worker, and that's what's killing the WWE. They put workers with doof bags. <laughs> like uh, that, almost or whatever his name is. He, he, that guy could not wrestle his way out of a plastic bag. That drives me nuts.
1: No, you're. Uh, listen, you're right on the money. Okay, when and you've been in the profession, and and you know we always appreciate your comments. And the the thing that I, you know, as a wrestling fan. When, when you can see in the ring that there's botch after botch after botch, are they a worker or are they a wrestler? And I agree with you. AJ, no doubt in my mind. I mean, I, AJ got his start down in Georgia, okay? We all know that. With a small company, he worked his way up through ROH, et cetera, et cetera. We know the story. I'll tell you what I'd like to see. I'd like to see AJ and Randy Orton in a real wrestling match.
3: Absolutely.
1: Your thoughts, yeah, Mike? I
8: mean, the, 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 pro, the problem with the WWE product right now is that it's overproduced. The people don't understand um, behind the scenes. They don't understand what the wrestling fan is looking for today. They did back when Hogan in the 80s. He was bigger than life. He had real charisma. He could tell a story. Stone Cold did the same thing. The Rock did the same thing. Now we have, I'm sorry, but Seth Rollins is not it for me. I'm, I, I, You know, if the guy isn't bigger than me, I really don't even care to watch him wrestle. And you got guys that are bigger than me, like Bobby Lashley or Drew McIntyre, and they look like they're, stand-ins to me they 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 don't they don't scare anybody they don't actually make anybody think that these guys are real people they're produced everything is so over the top i mean drew comes to the ring with a sword <laughs> it looks <laughs> stupid he's not conan the barbarian He he doesn't i mean he does all this other shit and none of it works And then you got guys like Cesaro, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, AJ Styles. Mm -hmm. I mean, all of these guys can wrestle, they can all work, and they can all actually make money for the company, and they don't push them, and it's stupid. They're they're killing the product. I mean, AEW is showing everybody that a guy like uh, Kingston, who is a fat old man like myself, can still make money for a company, whereas you got Drew McIntyre, who's six foot eight. Looks like a giant doof and still wrestles like one. It, it drives me nuts.
0: And it just goes to show like the ongoing debate, as Thomas Brunette says right here in the chat room. If we want wrestling, we have to watch AEW and Impact. WWE is going to give us sports entertainment. And a lot of people think that's something that's beaten to death, but it remains true. Because you just, it's Mike just alluded to it there. You see certain guys, they may be incredible athletes. They may look like they were chiseled out of stone. It doesn't make them a worker. Or other guys, they may not have that image, but. What story are they telling in the ring? That's what defines them as a worker.
2: Yeah, it seems like most of the people that WWE really wants to push are the people that they made, like the Romans, the people out of the yeah. Performance Center. Yeah, exactly. The people that already had like their names. like Under their brand. Under their brand, like made a name for themselves in the indies. It's like they have a glass ceiling in WWE. Right. That's really hard to get out of. AJ did it for a little while. but He was the anomaly. That's what
0: makes what AJ did so special. And he did it with skipping the whole NXT stage. Yeah, he's like he the only r-
1: person that could right ever do that. Yep. I think the two best workers on WWE right now.
8: It is, it it, is also really upsetting that whenever they, um, um, whenever they get somebody that actually can work outside the ring, outside of the WWE, they bring him in, they change their name, they change everything about him, and they kill him. Yeah. There was that one uh, young girl that was here in Vegas. Um, they brought her up to WWE. She's in NXT now. They changed Zoe her name. Zoe Stark. Yeah. What was her name before in FSW?
1: Uh, that, that, uh, Give me a minute.
8: I forget her name. She was fantastic. I went and saw her one night about a year and a half ago. I turned to my kid and I said, that girl's going to be on TV. She was fantastic. And they changed her name, changed everything about her. They bring in Tanya Valkyrie, who has got her own shtick, everything lined up. They bring her in, they change her name, and they screw it all up. AEW doesn't do that. I mean, they bring in turds out the street, and they make them shine just because they let them be themselves.
2: True. They have so, the creative freedom to yeah. do like their own promos or just like get this and this across. Yeah. Tony Khan's like, they're professionals. They know what they're doing. And now there's an alternative.
0: And now yeah, exactly, and it's like what you guys are both alluding to. Now there's an alternative. For the longest time it was hard to have that argument cuz you could say, "Oh yeah, well what is anyone else doing? They cornered the market." Now they're not cornering the market, so you can see not only is the alternative more entertaining, the results are there. As you guys both allude to, everyone's flocking to that because it gives you what they want. Mike mentioned, WWE doesn't know what the people want. AEW does right now.
1: Mike, Zoe's Zoe's name at FSW was Lacey Ryan.
8: Yeah. They should have
2: left her that like when there's a WWE promo on, I kind of just watch my lip watch, do something on my iPad and like kind of pay attention. Right. When MJF and CM Punk were in that ring, I put everything down. My volume was all the way up. It was like, Oh my God, this is going to be amazing. You know, another
1: one, Mike, that I don't understand. It was W that that was down at NXT too, was Mercedes Martinez. I don't understand why they didn't use her more. Um, just, I
8: mean, you just you just take you just take. Um, and this is a guy that that chief I know that you're friends with. I, I never met him. I I saw him on TV, but
1: who Kev? That
8: killer cross killer cross <laughs> kid. Yep, yep.
1: I um, I, I don't he, I don't disagree with you.
8: They they took him. He went to Impact. I thought he did a fairly good job there. He's a he's not the biggest guy, but he's a big enough guy. He can work. Um, I've seen him work with Funny Bone. I've seen him wrestle, he he can actually do the job, and then they put a freaking kilt on him, a leather kilt, <laughs> and they absolutely destroy his character. And then they just throw they just, and then they release him for no reason.
1: Well, you know, here, here's a question I want to ask you. When they change characters like that, is it creative that passing that up to Vince for final approval how does that work when when they, no, it's Vince it that's is all Vince it's all Vince.
8: Vince, Vince, is, Vince is a complete control freak I was I was I was in meetings with with Pat Patterson and Dean Malenko talking about characters that 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 I could be because at the time I was just basically the devil right. that's all I was I gotcha and and they were like, oh, well, let's do this, let's do this. And then literally they brought up my very first character. They wanted me to be Hillbilly Jim's kid. So, I mean, they, they, they come up with ideas, and then, and then it's all up to Vince after that. And then Vince says, oh, I want you to do this, I want you to do that. I'm gonna, he wants to come up with all the names. And they, he wants to
4: – he's
8: a complete control freak about everything because he thinks he's going to name somebody next. And the other thing of it is, is a business decision – they want to trademark everything. They want to patent everything. I mean, you guys read all of the time yeah. about him filing trademarks for this and then that's a big part of their business. And they do that so that if the stars break out, they own their names.
2: Very true. So,
8: it's a pain in the ass. Wrestling sucks now. Uh, but go to CincinnisSublimation.com.
2: I love a
0: call. There you go. And I love it. You it with a plug. The not-so-shameless plug. I love it. Well done, Mr. Hey, Alverson. Hey,
1: I'm glad. You know what, Mike? I'm glad I got you fired up, and I'm glad you called in. And, uh, you know, we had a good creative discussion, and, um, you know, that's what it's about.
8: It, make, it, it makes me just a little bit want to wrestle again, just a little bit. Mm. Now,
1: uh, as somebody said to me once, never say never. So I'll leave that.
8: Oh, no. yeah, but here's the problem, Chief, and you know this. I know. Your mind thinks it, then your body, body. says you're an idiot. <laughs> Not so fast. Right? Yeah. He's like, whoa, 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 one's,
0: whoa, whoa, One's
1: willing, one's not. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Right. Yeah. I, I I got you. I hear you. So. All right,
0: gentlemen. Hey, have Mike. The rest of the day. Absolutely. Mike, thank you so much for the call, and thank you for tuning in. We'd love to hear your thoughts, and we still have plenty more to come here on TCA. So, again, jump on the line, 702-329-6947, 855-502-4321. Uh, and again, we love to have those type of conversations, like we just heard from mike and it 's a great point, as he just said, because one of them in a way it 's a conversation and an argument that 's being had before the guy is even out there or before that woman woman is even out there to perform because there 's a preconceived notion in management in the eyes of management in the eyes of vince in the eyes of creative of how this wrestler is supposed to be that you talk about the glass ceiling the ce- it 's so you know, boxed in in terms of what you can do because they have their own idea for you
2: before you even get a chance to flesh yourself out. The craziest one in a while is Adam Cole. Yes. Like, that dude was like the face of NXT for yeah. two years, he put was on the like greatest a god. matches. It was like a
0: god in NXT.
2: And they were like, oh, we want to call you up. You got to shave your head and you're going to make you a manager. Like, what in the actual hell are these people thinking? And it's something
0: we talk about, too, because so much of this is in hindsight. It's like we just discussed with Mike. For the longest time, you didn't have an alternative. You didn't have a counterpunch because there was no alter- alternative uh, uh, programming. There was no promotion who could actually counterpunch. Sean Hyde says in the chat room, CM Punk walked away after fighting this battle Year after year, and we are seeing it now. He saw it coming all along. He told us in promos and in interviews, WWE killed his passion. Uh, Derek Waldroop II, the they butchered Cross on the main roster. Sean Hyde also says they've been killing people for years. Not a surprise. They give people like AJ a chance and then cool him off because they make a quick buck off them, but they didn't really build them. So it's exactly like you said. They want that gratification knowing that this guy is their guy, that this rising superstar, whether it be a a, a man, A woman, it doesn't matter. We have our thumb on the pulse, and because of that, we're going to shape them in our image, and we'll get all the credit when it's all said and done because they're our
1: creation. Well, I've only got three words to say Doomsday is coming. There you go. There you go. So that,
0: that that sets it up perfectly. We'll go ahead and take our last break for the first hour. We'll do a short and set final segment for the first hour before we get into hour two. So still plenty to talk about. We'll get into the WWE report. We'll get into the AEW report. So keep it posted here. Still plenty more on the way on TCA.
6: One. It's not the worst podcast ever, is it? It's no. the best podcast. Thoughts count anywhere. All your wrestling news, all your Hey, you all your gimmickry. Re- Go on over, listen wherever your podcasts are downloaded. The Thoughts Count Anywhere podcast. I'm the big LG Doc Ellis. That's my endorsement.
3: Booyah! At Firehouse Subs, a portion of every purchase helps provide much needed life saving equipment to first responders. We make our subs differently because our subs make a difference. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs, save more lives.
4: If inspiration is the beginning, Where does it lead? Experience the 2021 Mazda 3 sedan and see where inspiration can take you.
5: Grab the brass ring in a 2021 Mazda 3 with exclusive FSW discounts at Finley Mazda. Get girth today at the Valley Auto Mall. All
0: right, wrapping up here. Wrapping up things here on hour one thoughts count anywhere on the go live Vegas family and networks, whether you're tuning in on any of our social media platforms on the Facebook chat room, joining it on the calls, of course, seven eight five five three, two, one. We'd love to hear your thoughts that we just did from Mike Halverson. And we have a whole nother hour on the way. And again, if you're listening in on the audio app, we appreciate that as well. Quick little plug there, Chief, that you want to get to?
1: I want to see who I can fire up again.
0: Oh, there you go. So You know? So, hey, no, no, I'm, I'm uh, ready.
1: Uh, no, I uh, I enjoy the people calling in. To, well, that's to what get it's all about. A, to get a different perspective. And, you know, we, we all have our thoughts and our ideas. And I like one that Thomas just put out. Brunette, I'm afraid for Tony Storm. I think, you know, Tony's a good wrestler. And... She needs a push. And, uh, you know, if she's going to wrestle Charlotte, hey, that's fine. Uh, Maybe she'll beat Charlotte for the belt and we'll get a new twist. You know, something new. Hey, I'm in favor of that.
0: Chief is all for being provocative. He's all for stirring the pot. And he's all for getting your engagement. And that's why we love to hear your thoughts. It's called Thoughts Count Anywhere for a reason. So share yours. Join in the conversation, whether you're tuning in on any of our video or audio platforms right here on Go Live Vegas. And Matt, I believe it's you who have the plug for something related to Go Live Vegas.
2: Yeah, Go Live Vegas has a merch store, which they started to create Thoughts Count Anywhere merchandise. If you go to golive.vegas, there's a new coffee mug and a poster on their website. It's got a pretty cool image for Go Live and Thoughts Count Anywhere on there. Want to drink your morning coffee with us? Yes, sir.
1: And the Chief's going to buy a poster. And what we're going to do, there it is right there. It's up there right now. Yeah, if you're watching
0: I'm, on any of our video platforms, you see it.
1: I'm going to buy one. And what I'm going to do is when we have guests come into the studio... I'm gonna ask them to sign the poster. And then sometime next year, we're gonna give it away. How we're gonna give it away, I haven't figured out yet because I'm a year older and uh,
0: it's a work uh, in progress.
1: Yes it is. So there you, know, you have so it. So there you have it.
0: All right, so gentlemen with five minutes to go here in hour number one on the show, a lot of productive conversation and a lot of insightful opinions from people directly involved in the industry. So that's why it's always great when we could get a call like the one we just had, and we'd like to get more coming up here. But focusing on the WWE report, guys, reports indicate that Stephanie McMahon has brought a bunch of potential advertising clients or did bring a, a bunch of potential advertising clients to Survivor Series last week and told them that WWE content is available in over 900 million homes in a normal year. The company runs over 500 live events on a normal year, and over 75% of the WWE audience is in that key 18 to 49-year-old demographic, and that's the one that is so heavily sought uh, sought after in any medium, really, of entertainment. So there you go, they're trying to appeal strongly to the 18 to 49-year-old demographic, but the numbers there are a little uh, little all over the place. 500 live events on a normal year, 75% of the audience is in that demographic, and they're available in 900 million homes, as Matt notes here on the rundown, did
2: she s- take the Steiner math course? What's the deal there? Unless they're trying to be like their social media people. Right. They try to say they have so many social right. media people, and it's like every single person's social media combined. Yeah, it's a complete fabrication. They're right. like, oh, this is how many people have NBC, and we're on Peacock. so That counts. Yeah, yeah. we're on De- every home
0: ever. De facto, because we're on technically one of the major networks, even though we're on a streaming service of that network. What are your thoughts, Chief?
1: You can't even get into damn Peacock to watch this (laughs) shit half the time. So how the hell they got $900 Get the hell out of here. The Hall
0: of Famer Aaron Phillips agrees with that one. You have his endorsement for that.
1: Get the hell out of here. I mean, you know, you're talking out of your side of your mouth, girl. That's all I got to say on it.
0: Well, in terms of the numbers, in in terms of viewership and just overall ratings, she's always done that.
1: They do 500 live shows a year. There's 52 weeks... They do two <laughs> shows per week, three yep. shows per week, okay? So 52 times three, that's only 150 shows. How many pay-per-views do they do? 12? It's the Steiner Math course, baby. So maybe they do 200 live shows a year. Now, Christ, I'm 69 years old, and I can, I can figure it out right to hell in my head, okay? <laughs> I mean, damn.
0: There you go. And I, I, I'm i with you. In that, and that a lot of that seems just like a projection. I'm not saying... I think a lot of people over-exaggerate how WWE may be concerned in terms of their overall business model in terms of AEW. They should be concerned in terms of their content model. The business model structurally is going to be fine. That's solidified. Titan Sports, or whatever the hell they call it now, is going to be fine. But in terms of what they're putting on air, that's where a lot of this polarization comes from. So that's why even if these numbers were true, no one would give a rat's ass because the other company right now that you see on Turner, on TNT, they're putting together the superior television product. Damn. Oh,
1: yeah,
2: yeah, for sure. Damn
0: so who cares about what your ratings are at that stuff point? Damn,
1: Steph, your credibility's gone down with me, girl. I'd have
2: loved to have been in that meeting damn. just to hear her say shit like that, just to play that little meme be like, why the F you lying? <laughs> what exactly? <laughs> hey, can I, can I do something real That's quick solid.
1: before we go to A- break? Absolutely, Chief. December the 7th, Firehouse Subs, 5905, Log Southeastern it. Avenue, Suite 109. Our special guest that night, Mr. Remy Marcel himself will be our special guest that night. So come on out to Firehouse Subs and enjoy enjoy the company of the Chief Matt, Aaron, and Remy Marcel that night.
0: There you have it, live from Firehouse Subs, 509 905 Southeastern Avenue, right here in Sin City. Always a fun time with the Chief with Matt and with Aaron. And it's me filling in for Aaron here with a whole other hour to go and I'm happy to be here. So plenty more to talk with these two fine gentlemen. If you're tuning in, stick around. We have hour two of TCA coming up next.
6: It's not the worst podcast ever, is it? It's the best podcast. Thoughts count anywhere, all your wrestling news all your hobbits you, hey! all your gimmickry go on over listen wherever your podcasts are downloaded the thoughts count anywhere podcast i'm the big lg
3: doc ellis that's my endorsement booyah if you order firehouse subs online or with our app we'll have those delicious melty subs boxed bagged and ready to pick up with rapid rescue to go firehouse subs enjoy more subs save more lives
4: If inspiration is the beginning, where does it lead? Experience the 2021 Mazda 3 sedan and see where inspiration can take you.
5: Grab the brass ring in a 2021 Mazda 3 with exclusive FSW discounts at Finley Mazda. Get girth today at the Valley Auto Mall.
0: Sin City Sublimation is an all-in-one design and manufacturing shop, making everything here in Las Vegas. Most companies have everything made overseas. We do not, and can do all the work in two weeks or less. From the port to the field, we have all types of sports uniforms for your liking. But if you are looking for something else, we also make memorial shirts, birthday shirts, and fan gear for your kids' teams. Send us an email at sales sales@sincitysublimation.com, at and if you mention Thoughts Count anywhere, we will take five dollars off each shirt with a minimum of twelve purchased. A pro wrestler-owned business, we are known for reasonable pricing with a fast turnaround. All made in the USA. For more information, go to SinCitySublimation.com for more.
7: This is John Cena. I just, I just, I just wanted to send you a congratulations on your podcast. Thoughts count anywhere, because indeed they do. Thoughts are important. I mean, what would they, we do without them? And how can they not count anywhere? I just, is there a place that thoughts don't count? I can't think of one. Well, I just wanted to say thank you very much. Congratulations, and good luck on the podcast. Thoughts Count Anywhere because they do.
0: All right, hour two underway right here on Go Live Vegas. Thoughts Count Anywhere. Brett Lawson filling in for the Hall of Famer, Aaron Phillips. And with the usual company, Chief Matt Mullen. Gentlemen, pleasure to join you as always. And it's always a privilege when I get to sit in for Aaron and talk everything in the squared circle with you guys. Chief did a great job relieving Aaron. On, my, on the show, we host on Sportsman Like Conduct right here on Go Live Vegas. So now I'm returning the favor and a fun first hour talking Survivor Series results, talking the rumor mill, and a great phone uh, conversation with Mike Halverson, as well as an ongoing conversation that we've had in t- the entire hour in the chat room. We hope to keep that going here An hour two. With Sean Hyde with a recent comment there, uh, Chief, regarding your uh, inability, I yeah, should say, to least, get in the Peacock.
1: At least it wasn't a radio joke. Right. But it says Chief can't get into Peacock, but they still do Main Event and 205 Live and a few other shit shows, even though it's, it's really one live event. So, there you have it. And, uh, Sean, you know how I feel. I, I Peacock! As, as he says, it's called WWE Math. Yeah, exactly, and that and was we'll a great. at that.
0: That was a great uh, addition in his and on his end because it's true, and they've always used that number in a way. WWE math. I first, I think we all first got our taste of it when we realized how inflated the attendance numbers have been for WrestleMania the past four decades. And or, my or buddy, Mister
1: Thomas Burnett, says they do three live TV shows and two live events, so that's five. Five times fifty-two is 200, 200 and, uh, uh, sixty by my count. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, you know, and I'm, um. hey, like I said, I'm 69, but I can
2: still do two and I can just see him in a boardroom being like, well, the two. Peacock is on, like, iPhone apps yeah, and exactly. Android apps. And, and, and about 900 people, 900 million people have cell phones. And not so. counting tablets, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's,
0: it's one of those things where they're going to inflate the hell out of it because that's what's interesting with streaming. With that connection to the NBC network at large, you know, the NBC family networks, you can kind of... Pigeonhole yourself in there saying, if you have NBC representation in this household or on this cell phone or on this mobile app or in this laptop or in this smart television or whatever, we're going to have, you know, we got them. We got their viewership, even though that may not be the case. They had
2: 900 million views (laughs) a week. (laughs) WWE. Combined, whatever, even whatever that is divided by 52. I'd be buying. It's still too goddamn much. I'd be buying that damn company myself if they
1: had 900 million views a week. You can best believe that. Solid investment. I'd be buying it. They'd hell have yeah! One hell of a product. That's, I was
0: just, thats the key word. That's a thriving product. I mean, and like I don't—not many wrestling promotions, even if that they're at their all-time high, are doing that.
2: Even if, if there was like a wrestling thing now, where like AEW versus WWE <laughs> versus Ring of Honor versus Impact, they could do like an Avengers
0: Endgame type of crossover. They right. had
2: like one huge crossover event that wouldn't even get nine hundred no, million real. views. And the first
1: thing I would do is fire all WWE creative. Okay,
2: The stand-up comedian. Us These here, really
1: fired us here. <laughs> Sean Hyde, Mike Calverson, Mr. Aaron. We'd be the board of directors, and
2: I'd make Bully Ray the head of creative. Oh, that would Almost be fun. Almost yeah. You, you
1: took the words right away from that would me. That'd be fun. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Let,
0: let Great Bill, minds think alike. Let, exactly. Let let Bully Ray lead as Aaron Phillips. The usual uh, the usual, leading force on this show tunes in now saying, hello, boys. So, again, we like to like get think, as many in the
1: conversation as we can. And I would make Ben Hall my head referee.
0: Yeah. I love it. We have the whole fantasy booking and everything. And the whole. Duke,
1: you'd be on the
2: show. Take out Omas. Right, absolutely.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: and, and, it's actually,
0: and it's actually fitting you say that because Mike, when he called in, in just in the past hour – he was very adamant about just where Omos sits in the company right now, and I guess you could say the ceiling he has because he could only do so much. Very conflicting, <clears throat> however, with the, uh, the opinion of one Mr. Mark Calloway, a.k.a. The Undertaker, who said on the bump that Omos is the closest we will get to another Andre the Giant. So Mike shared his thoughts, clearly doesn't agree. I think Andre the Giant, and again, you could kind of be in the middle here. I think Andre the Giant may be a little bold, right? A lot of times we get excited with these newer guys, who are whether they be a freak of nature, whether they be just an amazing athlete, whether they have the look. And a lot of times these older guys who are kind of disgruntled with the current product seem to latch on to one guy thinking, oh, he's going to be the saving grace. We know The Undertaker's thoughts on how the, just the entire landscape of the industry is shaped right now. Do you think maybe he's just a little excited because Omos is finally someone he likes to see? Or do you really think Omos can be Andre the Giant level big, no pun intended?
2: Maybe he sees the potential in him like through the performance center of mm. stuff we don't see right. But the, the exposure he gets on TV, you can see how green he is. Oh yeah, and he needs a lot of work before you even consider like how good he might or might not be in the future. And it's so easy to cover up those flaws
0: when you could be an enforcer for the first couple of months of your tenure for AJ Styles. Well, when your tag
2: team partner is AJ right. Styles, it's almost not fair to like determine Absolutely. how good his tag That's team a
0: partner big, is. It's a big asterisk because you're going to be glossed. Your flaws are going to be glossed over by arguably the best professional wrestler in the world today.
1: Omos couldn't carry Andre the Giant's <laughs> jockstrap.
0: There you go. That's Chief's take on
1: it. All right. Plain and simple. <laughs>
2: wow. Okay. But if you're Omos and you're, like, just getting in the business, uh, imagine uh, getting that kind of compliment that's from, what, like, and the that's undertaker. And that's what's
0: interesting. Whether it's true or not, the fact that that's even said, and, like, on a public forum, because he went on the bump and said it, the fact that that was even put out there, to me, is almost glaring in itself, even if the opinion is completely off base or if you disagree with it.
2: Well, the fact he, it was said The is amount of pressure telling. that would put on somebody, oh, like, I have to live up to
0: what? But, and, and it was said from The Undertaker, so he's comparing me to one of the all-time greats, and he himself. From one of the all-time exactly. greats. Exactly. Talk about a, a big
1: plate. Here's the thing, though. When Taker left WWE, Taker said he wasn't going back. Okay? Period. Okay? Now, he went into Dallas to do the promos for uh, the show that they were going to have there, you know, WrestleMania coming up.
7: Mm-hmm.
1: Other than that, I'd like somebody to tell me if Undertakers actually seen Omos Russell live and in color at one of their shows.
0: And that's what's interesting because Mike says in the chat room, he's a WWE guy, which is very much the truth, but the proximity may not be there. So even then, that may just be speculation because he sees Omos and thinks he's impressive, which is another thing that Mike says in the chat room. It's not even that he's green as much as he is. He's just big for no reason. He will be delivering appliances for Lowe's within three years. So that's what I love. <laughs> I love the fact that The Undertaker calls him Andre the Giant, but a lot of other people who all even have experience in the in the industry in their own right, like Mike does, they're all like not so fast he may not even be in the entire this the entire spectrum let alone the company in 2 years
1: i think the up and comer mm-hmm. okay in my opinion is damian priest okay damian is a worker and i and i know for i know where damian was trained at and who trained him and how he come up through the business Okay, in my mind, if WWE uses that young man the right way, he'll have a good career in WWE. But if they use him as other wrestlers who they've put stupid-ass gimmicks on and sort of let him go by the wayside and release him. Well, you know what? You lost another good wrestler. WWE.
0: Aaron Phillips says it is way too. I love. I like who the last name. It's like who's that, right? But no. Aaron says as he's tuning in, it is way too early to make a comparison to anyone, let alone the Eighth Wonder of the World, Derek Waldrop Says Duke is better than Amos. Just saying. And Aaron also says Truth. my money on Duke. And Sean Sean Hyde, again, very vocal as he has been throughout the entire show. We appreciate the comments, Sean. Sean says Omos maybe has the size of Andre, but actually may also be bigger than Andre was, but nowhere near the personality, the presence, has absolutely not an inch of it. So that's what it's all going to come back to. It's what Chief just alluded to. It's one of those things where – it's ultimately just going to be from the eye test and then the comparison stopped there, which that's fair, but there's also been a lot of other tall guys too.
1: I'm going to give you another comparison. Mm-hmm. Omos couldn't carry only large drop.
0: And Sean also says, look at the presence Strowman had in WWE, flushed him right down the toilet. What are they doing with Omos? Mike is definitely on to something with Lowe's. <laughs>
2: And Omos goes, is like their new big toy for WWE, pretty much. Yeah. It's like, wh- and it to the point, we'll see like, what he, he can do, and we'll just push the boundaries. They'd be like, oh, if we got an Omos, we don't need a Braun Strowman, even though Braun Strowman was ten times Substantially the Substantially better as a worker, right. Omos was, but Vince has got some kind of woody for him, yeah. so.
0: And it's just one of those things. It's we 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 look around wondering who's going to be the next big thing, and it always seems to be the same thing that Vince
2: has liked ever since the nineteen eighties. It's, he it's does got youth behind him though, because right. like the Punishment or er, Damian Priest and like Braun Strowman are pushing forty. Omos is only twenty seven years old, so so he, he def- might have a hell of a future in front of him, depending whether on how it's he in the ring or if it's. Throwing refrigerators some on his back. Some type of character
1: or working in <laughs> Lowe's, right? You know, he, <laughs> he, he could, and I agree with you, he could have a good future in wrestling if he has the right people handling him.
2: I met him during SummerSlam week. Like, I thought they were, most of the time they're bullshitting like height and weight. Oh, yeah. Like Always. a good couple inches. Right. When I saw him coming, over He like, looks the part. Huh? That's real? Jesus Christ. Yeah, <laughs> I believe it. He's he, a big, he, big man, but he's super cool to the fans. Because so. I've,
0: I've I've seen him I've seen him live too, but from a from a spectator seat, never like up close. But I believe he's one of the few guys who actually matches the build, height, and weight. Because that's one guy. It's you know you look at him, you're like they're not exaggerating. He right. really is. He really is that. They're big. not
2: exaggerating an inch. Yeah. Right.
1: No, exactly. I agree. You you wanted to bring up another subject. You were pretty high on. Uh, What's it, that? It's been a long twenty four uh, hours, Seth.
2: <laughs> Oh, the fan attack. Oh, yeah. let's do it. Oh, let's say, do it. it. That's, that's what everybody yeah, wants. to yeah,
0: Because I was saying this is it's, it. it's actually kind of buried here. On I was surprised when Matt oh. bearing the lead a little bit here on the WWE report. But maybe that's just because, you know, you wanted to give some room for it to breathe. Jeez. Here we are in hour two. We haven't mentioned Seth getting attacked by a fan. Something that everybody and their mother has an opinion on.
1: Chiefs changing the run sheet. That's all. Yeah, I
0: love it. That's ah. a nice little audible. And we bumped that way up. Because again, it's one of those things we talk so much about professional wrestlers—the legitimacy that they could have, to hold their own in a real-life situation—and it's an ongoing debate. And in current times, it seems that debate is kind of shifted away from them. We have remarks that, oh, they're just a bunch of theater, a bunch of theater kids who do CrossFit now—they can, can't kick ass like the guys used to. I'm just saying again, like, what are kind of what's kind of thrown out there among the uh, the zeitgeist, if you will. That's a constant conversation because. People think that, like, like the Undertaker, they think the current model of professional wrestler is soft compared to the, the worker that we currently used to have, who would kick any mark's ass in any town at any given time. Now, what were your guys' thoughts just on how it happened? Because sometimes you see these things in like house shows and certain live events. When you see it on a TV episode, though, like, and the, they have to cut the camera, and then fan footage comes out after. It's a little bit. It hits a little bit
1: differently. Can, you know? Can Can we have our? And uh, I, I believe Our he, producer, uh, can, can we if, run it if we so it, everybody can if, see if it? If we have it queued up, let's throw to it. Please. I
0: was hoping he would as we were talking. Here you go. Yeah. Hey, there you go. Hell yeah. Yeah, you don't even need our commentary if you're watching live. You see it. And plus, at this one, if you follow the show on a weekly basis, you'll like me. Like, like, you likely you have going, seen this before.
1: Oh, cover my face so I don't get hit. And it really blew over oh, so quickly. You
0: think something man. like this was like a five-minute mele- melee, but it really wasn't. Seth pops what out, the security takes over, on, they get him out of there. Seth yells some obscenities at him, and then he says in an interview
2: after that, apparently, you know, he feared for his life, yada yada yada,
0: What's stuff you expect.
2: Like most of the time, it happens. They usually have like a foot or two at most to like. Get to somebody. Oh yeah! This guy came around like the backside and yeah. had like a good fifty foot like running start. He yeah, w- he looked like Dick Buckus, and right. like he tackled him, but he didn't like for like as big as that guy is. Yeah, and he, having that hard of a he head did, start, he, he should have hit him a yeah, lot harder. He,
0: he didn't declete him. It wasn't exactly. It wasn't like Buck oh. Buckus or Prime no. Ray Lewis, but he did get, get in the proximity of him to grab him and bring him down. And if you if you're tuning in on the audio app go check it out for yourself at this point it's all over social media you can find it on youtube it really was the viral clip of the week if you will just in all of entertainment because people who don't even like wrestling had an opinion on this as well cuz again it's just part of that ongoing conversation and it's like what you just said Matt it's something you don't really see happen that crisp in that crisp of fashion like he it was smooth he may have not like like we said he did not like tear through him like Seth was a wet paper bag and which is good because that gives True. the possibility that Rollins could have gotten hurt. Yeah. But it's crazy to think how quickly he was able to get to him and even just get his hands on him, let
2: alone take him down. Like, where the hell was security? Like, right. I know that's like a like dark area they yeah. usually try to keep, like where all the cameras and stuff are. But and there should be somebody back there to, like, stop some idiots. And from- a
0: great point from Aaron in the chat room. The guy came from the side of the ramp, not direct from the crowd, which is like what you're just saying. It's like that that little gray area. He says it's odd. It's very odd. And it's one of those things like, you you know, you – you, you try to pop everybody, if you've been to a WWE event, they pop people for cell phones, certain signs, everything in between and when they're monitoring the crowd, yet they can't find someone else actually going onto the ramp and attacking one of the top talents in the industry. It's a little weird. And Derek Waldrop says the security is trash to be honest, which is pretty much case in point with a video like this. As True. you see it again on your screen right now.
2: When it came out, like a couple, like the kid made like a video like once he got out of jail because they ended up like arresting him. Yeah. They showed like a video of like him being walked up the stairs by, like, one security guard, but he got walked right into the police. Yep. And WWE pressed charges. Yeah, and he says the fam- But apparently, this kid got duped by somebody on Instagram yep. who was trying to portray that they were Seth Rollins. And this guy sent, sent $3,000 worth of gift cards to a fake Seth Rollins, so he thought he had a problem with a real... Kobe Lopez, who's Seth Rollins. Yeah, and a, a good point. So this is why he attacked.
0: Him. And a good point from and it, Garth Wall says Royal Fat Two is the guy that attacked. And Brunette uh, Thomas Brunette says Barclay Security is awful. Remember that's where Brett got attacked uh, at the Hall of Fame too, because yeah. that was just, well that was just a couple of years ago, and that was something that everyone collectively in the venue just gasped at because it was so random. He's given his speech, but even that kind of makes sense because like it's it's like a stage in front of people and award shows are just like laid out differently in a wrestling venue it's often so hard to get to where the talent is unless you're behind the barricade on those ramp seats and as Aaron alluded to in the chat room he didn't come from there so that's what's so ironic about it it's just one of those really weird things that you can only see that on live television, and here it was in front of our very own eyes.
2: That kid got real lucky, because usually oh, yeah. if you end up past that barricade, you end up getting a shit beat out yeah, of you. Yeah, or something. Yeah, exactly. Luckily, Seth only got him in like a front face lock. <laughs> yeah,
0: and that's what's so funny. Seth was able to pop out, basically do like, <coughs> jockey for position, kind of get the reversal, and then immediately got up. Seth didn't like... He didn't swing on him He didn't shove him After he got him in the front face lock He just got up And then started yelling at him Which only added more To the, a lot of the jokes You saw on the internet Given how Seth reacted and, even like the Which guy is understandable who,
2: Even the guy like Who attacked Brett FTR and Travis Brown yeah. Messed that yeah. dude yeah. up was, Yeah who Wasn't it
0: Yeah It was uh, They like they got on him And one of them Landed like a left hand Or like a right hand From the grounded pound position yeah. Like this guy got off Way luckier Even though he they had They jumped
2: off. on that dude quick. So quick Like
0: Brett Brett was like Had the it was as if he was the president being attacked.
2: Yeah. I think FTR and Travis were in the ring by the time before, yeah. like, Brett even hit the ground. Yeah.
0: That, that fan, and because Natty was up there, too, and she was, like, getting involved, but they got on him quick. But it's a great point brought us brought remember, by Thomas. And even some says, it was the, so was it a real attack or not? It was definitely real. Oh, you could, yeah. You could tell by the sequencing and how Rollins reacted, it was definitely a, a shoot, not a work.
2: I remember years ago I was at Monday Night Raw at the Thomas and Mack Center uh-huh. and Jericho was undisputed champion and he was on the ropes and like somebody ripped him out from um, yeah. like the ring. Jericho just grounded pounded yeah. this dude. I, and it was a tag team match. It was Jericho and Undertaker against The Rock and Austin. And almost everybody was out already. You see what was it? Stone Cold came from one side, the Undertaker came yeah. from the other. The Undertaker just grabbed this guy, picked him up in the air, threw yep. him at security. Remember, and was like, "Get this piece of shit out of remember
0: here." Remember CM Punk a few years ago, like when his like during the closing top period, like when he was dwindling with WWE. It was like 2012, 2013, he elbowed when he friggin' elbow so did much. the spinning back elbow, and it wasn't even the guy who hit him. The guy <laughs> who hit him in the back of the head ran up, back up the steps, and the guy who was directly the innocent bystander who was right behind got like a spinning back fist from Punk. It was <laughs> that was my favorite up until
1: this. As Duke says. That's above their paycheck.
2: Right. I remember when The Shield came out, me and my friend Ryan were at one of the shows, and it was Seth and Dean were walking, like, right past us. And my friend's like, hell yeah, and he slapped Seth, and he, like, slapped him harder than he meant to, and he was like, (laughs) oh, Jesus Christ. He was hoping he did like, turn around and
0: whack him. And Mike says, before we move on, because again, this is, this is we, we got to this in the second hour, but this is something we could spend a whole hour on because this, in many ways, was the headline of the week. Because this oh, yeah. is that viral type of moment that often brings casual fans, fans who used to be involved and immersed into the product and no longer are. This is kind of what brings them back in. It kind of reels them back to where they once were. In real, and you, you realize that how wrestling could really just go off the handle sometimes. Uh, Mike says in the chat room, if WWE wanted to capitalize, they would just sign that kid, market it, and have him on TV. That's when you, uh, you you know what did Hogan say? You work yourself into a shoot. This is where you shoot yourself into a work.
1: Hell yeah. That's called creative writing. Yeah. That's exactly what it's it's called. It's audibling often what's given to you. Absolutely.
0: You get a real situation, and you create a fictional situation.
1: Here's the thing. I don't particularly care for Seth, Mm -hmm. but if Seth has worked a fan up that much, where that fan comes out and does that. You can roll with it. Seth's doing his job. I like that. That's a good way to look
0: at it. You could say, I'm the heel that you hate so much, you can't even stay in your damn seat. Booing isn't even enough for you me. Know,
1: as somebody said this morning, Jim Coronet was the best at it because that's why they had to hire Big Bubba right. as his security guard because fans wanted to attack and hurt him. And you look at the Dudleys. You look at you look at Bubba Ray and Devon.
0: I mean, they had people spitting in their faces well, and waiting for him in the parking lot.
1: What, yeah. What, what's uh, what's the big guy over at AEW with MJF? Wardlow. Yeah, that's why Wardlow was hired, right? Because. Fans were. Uh, Ma- Mr. Not Mr. Maxwell happy. has a hit on his head. i oh. happy with MJF, so they need to catch a body him outside cards. an
2: event. It's almost hilarious.
0: Before we go to our break here, the first break of hour number two, we'll go back to Survivor Series really quick. And this was a question a lot of people had, especially at the imme- in the immediate aftermath of the show. Where the hell was The Rock? It was the star that you know was mentioned. This is what Matt says in the rundown, was that the most a star was mentioned with no payoff at the end. So it was almost like one of those things that I think maybe people got their hope up, hopes up for, but we also thought there may be a realistic basis for there to be some type of big pop at the end. And like we said, we in between that and the way they booked and sequenced the booking of the show, we left with a whimper as opposed to a bang.
1: You know, as Mike Calverson said, if you guys remember, that's how they brought Kurt Angle in.
0: That's a good point. That's a good point.
1: True. I love my man, Mr. Mike. Thank you, brother.
0: The encyclopedia. <laughs> that was and, definitely the and most... And the Lowe's take is great. And,
1: and Duke says he's available for security. Uh, I'll give you my reference, brother. No problem. What
2: were you no going to say, Matt? That was the most I was going to say, that was definitely the most like a wrestler's ever been like mentioned. Oh, yeah. And like never came out. Yeah. Even like the whole egg storyline, which was pretty stupid. Oh, yeah. And the movie was good, but you don't need to bring all that into freaking... Survivor series uh, and, and Monday Night and Raw and to start
0: the whole show with it, it was one of those things. Are like you, you literally had to say like, "Am I under the influence of something?" When you were watching the first few
2: minutes of that that paper, No, I was like, "I know they sponsored the thing, and gave you a lot of money, but what are we doing? The there? hell, right? At least have Ryan Reynolds come out and like or Gail Got it, like yeah. get in the middle of something, right? Exactly. If we can't get the Rock, something get us, to that. Effect. If we
0: can't get the Rock, get his co stars. I'm yeah. with you. So yeah, definitely a little anticlimactic not having. The appearance of Dwayne Johnson there. But we'll see. As long as Roman is present, we're going to continue to wonder where the hell The Rock is. It's hey, just that simple.
1: You read the comments, on Sean. Just uh, Wrestlers in the 70s and 80s were getting stabbed. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to digress for a minute. Where I was born and raised, there was a, a wrestling arena called the uh, Trenton Arena uh-huh. in New Jersey. And I have talked to J.J. Dillon about this. This is a true story. There was a lady that used to sit ringside where the aisle was where the wrestlers used to come out. And she sat there every show, very close to the barrier. And if there was a wrestler that she didn't like, she used to stick him in the ass. They used to call her Hat Pin Annie, Mm -hmm. okay? She had a hat pin, probably about 12 inches long. and. I was talking to J.J. one night about it, and I asked him, I said, Hey, J.J., you remember Hot Pin Annie? He says, Hell yeah, Chief. He says, I got stuck more than once, and that some bitch hurt, too. Yeah. So there you go. You know, it happens. People get stabbed. Um, I'm trying to think. I forget who. There was one down at the uh, Charles, Charleston Moore Memorial in South Carolina when I was stationed down there. I forget what wrestler it was that got stabbed at one of the shows I was at. Uh, I seen Abdullah
0: at then, And at a time like then, where they, you could not go anywhere without being your character. You yeah. woke up in the morning, you yeah. were a heel, you went to bed at night and you were a heel, and everything in between, yeah. it made it that much harder. Keep it posted right there. We have plenty more to talk about here as we continue. Hour two underway. And we are enjoying the festivities here. We are enjoying the conversation in the chat room. Plenty more to talk in the world of professional wrestling, so stay put.
6: One. It's not the worst podcast ever, is it? It's no. the best podcast. Thoughts Count Anywhere. All your wrestling news, all your hobbit hey, all your gimmickry. Go on over, listen wherever your podcasts are downloaded. The Thoughts Count Anywhere podcast. I'm the big LG Doc Ellos. That's my endorsement. Booyah!
3: At Firehouse Subs, a portion of every purchase helps provide much-needed life-saving equipment to first responders. We make our subs differently because our subs make a difference. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives.
0: Sin City Sublimation is an all-in-one design and manufacturing shop making everything here in Las Vegas. Most companies have everything made overseas. We do not and can do all the work in two weeks or less. From the court to the field, we have all types of sports uniforms for your liking, but if you are looking for something else, we also make memorial shirts, birthday shirts, and fan gear for your kids' teams. Send us an email at sales at sincitysublimation.com, and if you mention Thoughts Count Anywhere, we will take $5 off each shirt with a minimum of 12 purchased. If pro wrestler own business, we are known for reasonable pricing with a fast turnaround, all made in the USA. For more information, go to SinCitySublimation.com for more. <laughs>
1: so screw you, Sean. Yep. I got the picture, buddy. Right, there's the picture right there.
0: That's top-of-the-line production. And Sean Sean revealing a, a lot in terms of his history with his Hapin' masculinity.
1: Annie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: But there you go. You see it in front of – for those following us on any of our visual platforms, you see it there in front of our very own eyes. And, of course, for those tuning in on the app, we thank you. We thank you all joining us in the chat room. A very lively day in terms of discussion the interaction – from Friends of the Show and from the TCA faithful, so we really appreciate it. And we would like to hear your thoughts here in the next 30 minutes before we get out of here. Must be all the
1: energy from Thanksgiving.
0: Absolutely right. Those leftovers, got those extra calories from the meal on Thursday and the leftovers, right? And at this point, you know, it's Saturday morning, so at this point you're like sick of the leftovers. You're like, give Uh, me something like... Never. Well,
1: when do you? Hell no.
0: I love leftovers, but it's like a two day window.
1: No, brother.
0: How long would, how, so when do you tap out on the leftovers usually? Probably,
1: on probably five days.
0: I like that though. That's dedication. Hey, See, I couldn't st- do it, but I respect stuffing,
1: it. Stuffing cranberry sauce?
0: Oh, yeah. You make the bobby.
1: Ham? You do oh, the, hell yeah.
0: You do the whole Your cranberry bobby sauce. Thing. belongs...
2: Where? In the bottom of a garbage can.
0: <laughs> I was going to say. <clears throat> I, I, Well, I was going to say, there's like the ongoing debate about what's the best cranberry sauce. Actual cranberries are like the jelly ocean spray. (laughs)
1: So do Monster Energy drinks. They belong way to fuck down there.
0: Krispy Kreme (laughs) donuts, though. That's for sure. And that's that's where the chief, the rare delicacy that the chief always brings in. My brother from another
1: mother, man.
0: Ben, <laughs> ben Hall says, Ricky, Ricky Tenacious came to my place for Thanksgiving. We had no leftovers, and I love that. As a proud Ricky Tenacious mark. Love I, you, Ben. Absolutely. So that, that's, that's great. And I love it. We got, we got the festivities here. What the hell is that? The, 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 the handprint turkey that you do in grade school, you got to love it. And that, <laughs> that's that, funny And there you go That's what's fun about You know that's part of the novelty Of doing a Thanksgiving weekend type show It's the aftermath And you have a lot of great football on A lot of great sports on And just everything in the world Of pop culture and entertainment Really this time of year Comes to a hub And that's Professional wrestling Is no exception So we've talked Survivor Series. We're about to talk Turning Point here in a moment. Hey, I'm,
1: Thomas Burnett just said touchdown yeah. Michigan.
0: There you go. And they Thomas,
1: go, can you give me a score,
0: please? I, I believe it should be 14-10. 14-3 to to or 14-10? Because Ohio 10? State scored oh, a few that? minutes ago. It's hey, a good game. Finally, there we go. We have a good game in, in Ann Arbor, the the Wolverines hosting the Buckeyes at the Big House. We thought it was going to be a blow, and as many did. But finally, we get to see a tough game in the uh, the most historic rivalry in college football. But before we go to the Turning Point results and uh, analyze that the same way we did Survivor Series. I want to keep it with a few more headlines coming out of the WWE report here, guys. Carmella and... Or excuse me. Yeah. Jeff Hardy says cool. the goal is... We'll go to that in a second. Right, Jeff no Hardy problem. says the goal is to reunite with his brother, whether it's here, over there, or anywhere else. Just looking. That's not even WWE specific. This is just talking generally in terms of the professional wrestling business. I think... Matt and Jeff at this point have done enough solo to where I don't think it's a detriment to want to see them together at this point. They're sure. at a po- you know what I mean? They're at a point in their careers where we want to see them together because we know they are solidified on their own merits in their own respective careers. We want to see them now do as much as they can because every time in the past, what, five, six years that they have gotten together, it's been insanely innovative and been some of the best stuff we've seen on television.
2: Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I want to see them reunite. I definitely I kinda of wanna see them reunite in AEW if anywhere. Me too. And I think given the given the way the writing is in A.E.W., given the surrounding talent,
0: and given the fact that AEW loves to kind of mix a sense of originality with their gimmicks, but also a sense of something that alludes to the past that they know wrestlers will, or wrestling fans will be familiar with, but it also won't be a ripoff. They're very good at not being too derivative, but also paying homage to the stuff that kind of always seems to work in wrestling. True. And Matt and Jeff Hardy just work.
2: Oh yeah.
1: The length of Jeff's contract has been revealed. Fightful Select has now reported that the former WWE Champion's contract runs until the end of 2022 or early 2023. And
0: that's what Thomas Brunet just said in the chat room. Jeff has two years left on his contract. And again, if you want to join us on the phone, 702-329-6947 within the States. 855-502-4321 outside. So, again... It's one of those things that until it happens again, people are going to, you know, chomp at the bit. They want it. They're going to ask for it. And if we see it, we're going to be grateful. But until then, it shouldn't be too much of a surprise. Keeping it with the WWE headlines. I didn't
1: realize Jeff was 44.
0: Yeah, wow. No kidding, right? Yeah. yeah, So, we'll go Going with younger faces. Carmella and Quinsalina win the Women's Tag Team Championships. What are your thoughts? Right, this is nothing major, but it's something that you know everyone's going to have an opinion on. Just given those two
2: women, I've always been a Thea Trinidad, Zelina Vega fan. Yeah, so I'm happy to see her finally get the push she has earned yes. in WWE. And
0: she was one of like she was never. It seemed like in doses. Sometimes she was handled very well right off the bat. Sometimes not so much because when it when you got an opportunity for for her to really show her character, it yeah. was always a, <laughs> a
2: lot of times I was diluted. At least now in the carmel as you t- her turning on nikki ash i can't stand nikki ash yeah and i think a lot of people are with you they're jumping off ship on that quick if not they already have I either want her to turn on there or raquel gonzalez mm-hmm. to come and like possibly team with Rhea or some kind of feud there that's right. always does entertaining Re- does watch. Rhea
1: get to push against nikki or against uh, against ba- becky
2: Rhea's like the f- future face of like wwe women's division and i think i think gonzalez is too
1: gonzalez Uh, is right up there yep i totally agree with you on that i think those two women have a good future and i think i hope tony storm gets a push too
2: after last night those cream pie jokes just kind of wrote themselves right but i hope she ends up winning the title from charlotte (laughs) we talked so
0: much about the, you know, carry over from WWE, where are they going once they get released, or is anybody eventually going to come to WWE to kind of create, a, get, get a shot in the arm, create some buzz, give some juice? Who? John, no, I'm saying that's the ongoing conversation. So I'm saying Johnny Gargano also plays into that very conversation because he signs a one-week extension to get through the War Games event. Do you think he re-signs WWE or leaves? No. Now, again, I don't think if he re-signs, it's going to mean anything in the grand scheme, but it will create some fan reaction.
2: I don't think he's going to re-sign because mm-hmm. Adam Cole did the same thing to get, through his rivalry with Kyle O'Reilly, and then was he just did a long enough extension to get to that pay per view, and, and then outro. was outro gone.
0: Yep. and
1: you take notice we haven't seen his wife on NXT, in, well, she's pregnant. In, she's oh, like six is, months oh, pregnant. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, so her contract. Thank you for heightening my awareness.
2: Her contract's up like in 2022, but they'll end up extending it because of the pregnancy. Yeah. Okay. But I don't see Gargano resigning because if they did that to Adam Cole with like the whole manager thing. Gargano's in the same boat. So and this is he so- can only go so far on the main roster. And
0: this is something we talked about with Sledge when we were at Unicon. The precedent is so much different now because these it's a copycat league. Yep. They see one person doing it, they now try. I mean, we are living in a time where CM Punk is back in action wrestling or at least appearing on a weekly basis, you go back six, five, six years ago, you would have bet your life that wouldn't happen. So we are at a changing time to where now people aren't just inspired to leave and try something else. They now know it can work because they see the results paying out with one example after the other going into AEW or some of these other promotions.
1: Uh, Aaron, Garth said that the uh, keeps freezing. Okay. I just wanted to pass it on to you, sir. <laughs> I That's love it. Even all. on,
0: even on when we're live on air, the, the chain of command does not stop. Um, one more sticking in the WWE guys before we go over to uh, to the turning point event. Plenty to break down there. So Brock Lesnar, we talk about again all this carryover. We talk about who's going to be the guy that. Could counter Roman, and it always seems to be Brock simply because they're short at hand for anyone else
2: not named Brock. But here it is to release everybody, exactly. I might have
1: a chance. And again, I'm going to say who's going to who is going to face Roman Reigns, absolutely.
2: Keith Lee would have been a good one, Ross would have been a good one. And with
0: this, this makes it interesting because now the clock is ticking with Brock Lesnar's suspension being lifted. He will return next week on SmackDown. And even so, that's, that's why I wanted to kind of stem it with what we just referenced. Because even though you know he is going to be back, you still know it's not going to be long term. So the True. problem still isn't solved. It's like you just cover up the, the, the wound temporarily, but it, the infection doesn't get cured.
2: It's like you're putting a bandaid over something that needs stitches and surgery. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Or like, you know, a little sling on something that needs to be completely restructured. It's one of those things where the issue is much more deeply rooted than just Brock Lesnar appearing or not appearing. So let him come out with his, you know, his his theme song. Let him get his pop. Let him go out with his bun and beat the living shit out of everybody. We're going to get excited because it's Brock Lesnar. It's cool to see, but it's not fixing the issue. And I love the analogy with the surgery. It's the exact same thing. You put a bandaid when you need a surgical operation, and that surgical operation would be exactly what Chief just mentioned, bringing in someone to counter Roman, and as you just mentioned, Matt, everyone's leaving. Yeah. Or that, being
2: released. With, like, the NXT 2.0, they're, like, trying to make stars, but they're, like, their own stars. Mm-hmm. Well, I can see, like, Braun Breaker, the Steiner's son, possibly, like, main eventing soon. And speaking of that, we have it on the
0: prompter right here in front of us from our producer, Aaron. This is a survey that was sent out by WWE. They asked the fans if NXT 2.0 is better or worse than the previous version, and if the promos are, are, are too scripted uh, or, or more or less like basically, just is it the same, is it better, is it worse? They sent out this survey, essentially, to their mailing list on Friday to try to get a grip on what fans like and don't like about the current installment of NXT and asked the fans a long list of questions that range from the look and feel of the show, the character development, whether the show feels too scripted or not, the overall length of the show, and other topics. So there you go. We, again, I'm just filling in, but you guys do this on a weekly basis. You're two hours now. You spend two hours discussing this stuff on a, on a public forum people tune in to do just the same and yet here they are you know there's so much opinion out there about what they're doing wrong and about what's not liked just on Twitter and social media alone and yet they're sending out surveys it's like do do you not realize that a lot of these issues have been 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 brought up many times in the years past you could address them if you just kind of gauge what fans are talking about as opposed to going them directly it's I guess you could say it's a nice gesture but it kind of seems like superficial in a way True. Right. It's like we you you should know what the people are looking for, especially with how you engage on social media. You have YouTube comments, you have Facebook comments, or someone dis, you know going through all of these things. You have your Twitter accounts. You see the backlash, you see the pushback, and yet you're going to send out a questionnaire to fill out? Or with you know your what? 900
2: million views, right? Exactly. 500 live shows. You should be able to figure out I'm what with people you. like or not.
0: You, use the Steiner math, right? Yeah. What What are your What are your thoughts, Chief?
2: <laughs> Very ellip- insightful. There you go. Yeah, <laughs>
0: Provo- provocative commentary, good sir. Riveting analysis. Silence says a lot. Yeah, no, it does. It, <laughs> it, it kind of tells you all you need to know right there. That's just a an Morrison
1: and Cross needs to bring all the WWE talent to Vegas. Future endeavored. Sean Hyde the only guy that has a great look is uh, Braun Breaker, but track record shows WWE all will mess it up.
0: And then Sean also says, remember a few years ago when they said they were going to listen to us? They never have. And that's what I'm saying. That's why I say it's superficial. It's like, so now you want to listen even though we tell you what we want. And now you're going to say, fill out the questionnaire to tell us what we want or what you want. It doesn't make sense.
1: Vince is going to do what Vince wants to do. Always. And that's that's the case. That's what Mr. Mike said to us on the phone. Yep. So this bullshit here, can we do something? Let's move on from the WWE, please.
0: Let's do it. I like it. Chief is like, I've had enough.
1: And, you know, it was a, a very relevant. Now, leading into that, uh-huh. I want to, I want to, I'm going to leave. Take the on reins. The, I'm going to leave on the last damn note about the WWE. Do it. Caleb Braxton. I watched SmackDown last night. And Paul Heyman, who has a good character. I'll, I'll give Paul that. He, uh. He did some scripting with Kayla last night, Mm -hmm. and I was so wanting Kayla to turn around and put a freaking shot on him, but it never happened. And that would have been good creative writing, it would have been a good segment on SmackDown last night, but they didn't take the reins and follow through on it. So I'll leave it at that. There you go. Let's go on to turning point.
0: I, I like it, and that pretty much says it all. Says all you need to say. We covered it all in the WWE. There will be ensuing uh, storylines. There will be ensuing conversation that you'll that we'll cover uh, this week on uh, this show, week in and week out as we do. But for now, I like it, Chief. Let's turn the page turning point. There's a lot we could kind of go through here. We could go through the whole card, but we could also just talk about the standouts. If you haven't watched it, you can check it out for yourself. I'll just ask you out the bat. You can give me your opinions on some of the other matches on the card before we go to our final break here. But Moose <coughs> defeating Eddie Edwards to retain the Impact World Championship. I'm not surprised by the booking decision. We had Moose on, or Eddie Edwards on two weeks ago. We had Moose on last week. This was big. It was a great main event type of match to have for this event to have in Vegas. It It kind of just... You know when you walk away from a wrestling event and the match quality kind of feels secondary to the match itself? Yeah, you're just yeah. happy the match took place? I think this was just a good match to have with Moose and Eddie Edwards.
1: I think it was a fantastic match. Mm-hmm. Um, I I wonder if... Uh, have, has this shown on TV yet?
2: Yeah, Turning Point was live on Impact right, Plus. Then,
1: then we're okay. Then we're okay. Um... Had both of them on, on the show here. Yep. Got to know both of them. Um, you know what? They produced it, and it was well written. Yeah. Um, and it was entertaining. And that's the key. We enjoyed it.
0: And that's what Garfwall says. The fans in, enjoyed it. And that's what Garfwall says in the chat room. It was an awesome match. The reception about it across the board just really worked. Moose is such a a hot commodity in the industry. And we saw that, you know, just get kind of get kick-started right here with each passing event that we see impact host, he gets bigger and bigger, he gets more and more over, the brand heats up, he, did, he does great work as a heel, and he could always be a guy who could go back, who could go to being a face, because when you have that type of athleticism and that type of look and that type of intensity, Man. then you could repackage it to have him face off against other heels and sway the crowd. So sure. Moose has, I, I, the, the world is very much Moose's oyster right now, but you need a great opponent, and Eddie Edwards was a great opponent at that. We have a lot to talk about in AEW and Impact uh, and other topics and headlines in Impact as well. So we'll get to that in our final summit coming up. I just will ask you guys one more question. Aside from the main event, what were your main takeaways from Turning Point? Was there anything particular? Was there a match, a booking decision? What really stood out to you?
2: The debut of Jonah. Yeah. That guy is like a freaking brick house. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> the way the look. he took
2: out Josh Alexander was just crazy. Yeah. WWE made a huge mistake letting that guy go.
1: I walked out with Josh uh, after the show, and uh, going to get my car, and I, I asked Josh. I said, "Josh, how you feeling?" He says, uh, "I took a few bumps in the ring, and I'll leave it at that." But my point, w- my, my point about all three nights got to meet some quality wrestlers Uh after the shows be able to talk to them got autographs um, especially the women autographs and uh, class acts class acts um, you know got to meet Jordan Grace got to meet uh, (laughs) Mercedes Martinez uh, I got to meet Josh Alexander um, and and I I hope that they use Mercedes the right way because in my opinion she's been in the business 18 years now. She deserves a belt. Mm-hmm. And uh that's how I you know that's how I look at it. Jordan's a brick shit house and I I told her that.
2: She is a shit house. Yeah. And uh
1: Literally. I asked her uh, about her <laughs> I asked her about her husband and uh he is going to uh for those of you that don't know, Jordan's married to Jonathan Gresham, a fantastic rest- good wrestler, fantastic, fantastic wrestler in his uh, in his own mind, and uh, um, he's starting uh, a wrestling venue down in Atlanta, Georgia. And uh, in fact, I think the first show's coming up in January, if I'm not mistaken. Bef- so
0: before we go to break, I actually want to go just. To that, you mentioned Mercedes Mendez. Mickey James defeats, or Mar- Mendez Martinez. Mickey James defeats Mercedes Martinez, retained the knockouts championship. She's then attacked after the match by uh, Deonna, who a who then challenged Mickey. Deep. Yeah, Dijana Perazzo after the match and challenged Mickey for the rematch at Hard to Kill. Yep. That match I didn't watch. I actually just kind of saw the the clip after the fact of her getting attacked. Yeah. I do have a strong opinion because even though I at one point really like was considered myself a fan of Mickey James, yeah. I just haven't really followed her much in recent years. I know some people yeah. have. It just kind of depends on what your overall opinion is of her. I've again huge uh, huge amount of respect for everything she's done. The way she was booted out of WWE was absolutely bullshit. I'm happy that she was able to, you know, find somewhere to stay relevant. But a lot of people, I think, at this point in her career have kind of jumped ship. You know, a lot of people would rather see Perrazzo or Martinez kind of hold the belt at this point. She gets the win. Garth says in the chat room she needs to retire. Brunette asks why, and he says personally can't stand her then or now. So that's, again, again, one of those things. It's, she's kind of one of those wrestlers that you've either always been a fan of or really never have been a fan of. I'm kind of in the middle just because I w- at once at one point was not really a mark, but I liked her style, but I just kind of just lost interest because she just kind of disappeared from the limelight for so long. So I'm I've, happy where she is now, but I don't really care about where she is in terms of the booking.
1: I think Mickey's going to drop and, to and uh, To Perazzo? Yeah, okay. and, and uh, she's going to go. You know, They've got to start up the company with uh, – Genie bus and yeah. Uh, yeah. and all that. So uh, she, you know she's got a lot of. work. So I think she's going to. I think she'll lose the belt to Peraza. What are you kind of right it, there with you? That's what Mickey... I think will happen.
0: Yeah, it's like it's it, like I'm not that worked up about it because I just don't care as much. It's like no. whatever happens, yeah. happens,
2: right? Like yeah. Deanna Perrazzo was like the face of the women's division yeah. when Mickey just came in and just beat her like that. I was like, really?
0: Yeah. At this point, how much of Mickey is nostalgia? But it's a nostalgia that I think a lot of people don't want. Even though the person I really am fond of, and I really just admire everything she's done on a collective basis. I and saw I, her
2: after one of the shows. She's super cool. She's always oh, been yeah. like she's all personal, very pers- nice. Yes. Yeah, I heard. Sometimes p- he's cool to the fans. Yeah. There's been a couple. Yeah, minutes, there's
0: been a couple but. incidents, because, but I heard a lot of times fans don't approach her necessarily
2: in their most uh, cordial circumstances either. There's one time she was like extremely rude to me, but I like let it go. So, I so really that's care, what I'm saying.
0: I love the fact. Well, with
1: your sarcasm, <laughs> sarcasm I can understand why she'd be rude to you.
0: I so. love the fact that Matt's all like, even. I'll give her the
2: benefit of the doubt, though. She's all right. I'll
0: usually respect Usually, like Mickey. chasing
2: autographs, I usually, like, if they're rude, like. <laughs> They gotta be rude to me at least like twice for me to be to like fu- unsubscribe uh, to fully
0: unsubscribe. You, uh, I you love know, it.
1: Really though, I, and I gotta be honest with you, all of the wrestlers that we got a chance to talk to and meet, outstanding people. They took except to for to, Jordan Graves They took. To, well, uh, I She's didn't. trash. I didn't think. I figured you were gonna say what's his name. That screwed your turnbuckle pad up.
2: Oh, Matt Cardona, he's always cool. You, you, you See something,
1: something to slide. You depends. weren't saying that when he messed your uh, turnbuckle pad up. Oh, at first I was kind of yeah.
2: heated. I was he, like, eh, yeah, He's moved on.
1: You do used it. some choice words, he,
2: brother. He's moved Once I got on. it off, I was like, eh, cool. I'm just not getting him to re-sign it because I don't want to mess it up again. The consensus, in the,
0: cha- the consensus in the chat room, Garf, Garf says it's time for Mercedes uh, Martinez to get her time to shine. I
1: think so. And
0: Brunette, right. Brunette asks, is Mickey involved with WOW? That You may know better than I do on that, Chief. You're the WOW insider, right?
1: I'm um, I'm not sure what Jeannie Bus is going to call the new uh, program. Organization? For, f- organization yeah. for the women. It might be well. I'm not sure. But I know it's Jeannie Bus. That's
2: what I see every time I see Tessa Blanchard. Uh, Tessa,
1: wow. Tessa's going to th- <laughs> be there. Mickey James is going to be there. And you know what? I, again, I'm going to say it. I wished that there was a working agreement with all of the professional wrestling organizations to let the women have their own damn show collectively. If you look at the women talent that is on TV today and in WWE, AEW, uh, Impact, New Japan, you could have they, they could put on top to bottom a main event show, and it would be enjoyable.
2: There could, would be good for, like, a pay-per-view, but for, like, a weekly show? Yeah. I don't Hell know. Look at
1: the match last night on AEW, Britt Baker and Nero Shirai.
2: But also look at the match during the TV taping. You know? Jessica McCain. Here's what we'll do. we got to go to our Emma, last. Emma, that shit was Well, the awful. inspiration. We, the we inspirations... got to... Have you ever seen somebody go for a headlock and freaking miss?
1: <laughs> the inspirations were shit, too, we, in we, my opinion. we got to so, go. We'll you know, go to our last break here. We go there.
0: We'll wrap things up. Want to. Get in the chat eight, nine minutes and share your thoughts and everything that Matt and Chief are discussing right now, along with anything else that you want to get off your chest. We have one more segment coming up, and it's a quick one, so let's get to it. We'll be back in a second here on TCA.
3: At Firehouse Subs, a portion of every purchase helps provide much-needed life-saving equipment to first responders. We make our subs differently because our subs make a difference. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives.
4: If inspiration is the beginning, where does it lead? Experience the 2021 Mazda 3 sedan and see where inspiration can take you.
5: Grab the brass ring in a 2021 Mazda 3 with exclusive FSW discounts at Finley Mazda. Get girth today at the Valley Auto Mall.
0: Sin City Sublimation is an all-in-one design and manufacturing shop, making everything here in Las Vegas. Most companies have everything made overseas. We do not and can do all the work in two weeks or less. From the court to the field, we have all types of sports uniforms for your liking, but if you are looking for something else, we also make memorial shirts, birthday shirts, and fan gear for your kids' teams. Send us an email at sales at and if you mention Thoughts Count Anywhere, we will take $5 off each shirt with a minimum of 12 purchased. If pro wrestler own business, we are known for reasonable pricing with a fast turnaround, all made in the usa for more information go to
3: sincitysublimation.com for more if you order firehouse subs online or with our app we'll have those delicious melty subs boxed bagged and ready to pick up with rapid rescue to go firehouse subs enjoy more subs save more lives
0: all right we're back we look to put a bow on it here on tca we're short on time because the conversation has been flowing it's been lively and it's been fun so we'll get right to it let's talk some birthdays gentlemen
1: happy birthday to you we're waiting for the music from our producer
0: there it is all right there it is always a staple here on tca we got the music so now let's do the honoring november 27th today honoring davy boy Smith. Dave Boy Smith's birthday, tomorrow, the 28th, Eric Rowan and Summer Ray Going to the 29th, Jerry the King Lawler, Zeb Coulter, John Bradshaw Layfield, Rosemary, and Dana Brooke. The 30th, we have Christian and Naomi. And on the 3rd of December, we have Wolfgang. So some marquee names there, some big birthdays, and a whole lot of rightful, warranted celebrating. Some of these uh, guys and gals are mavericks of the industry, and they should be honored as such.
1: Definitely. Davy Boy, oh, you gotta love it. Jerry, the, Jerry Lawler.
0: The fact that Davy Boy and Jerry the Lawler alone are on there, and then you add names like Christian and and I mean mm. even Coulter. People forget like how big Zeb Coulter has been in a like just a variety of ways. Dutch Mantel was a huge huge name, and it looks like we have a call here with about <laughs> what five minutes to go. Better late than never. Caller, where are you uh, where are you calling from? What's your name? What do you want to talk about?
9: Hey, guys. This is Garth over at Finley Mazda. How are you gentlemen doing? Uh, What's up, Garth?
0: You're happy to hear from you, Garth. Buy
1: a car from Garth at Finley Mazda. Hey,
0: we love the takes. What What do you got from us, man? Because you've been very opinionated on a variety of topics here the past two hours. What are you calling in for?
9: Uh, bottom line, Survivor Series, garbage. Uh, Impact weekend was phenomenal from yep. start to finish. All the, Almost everybody um, in town showed up. Wrestlers were great to approach. But what I want to talk about is FSW tonight. No escape. Vegas is going to explode. This is going to be, um, I think, we're looking at possibly match of the year with uh, Drake and Vandegrift, Mm -hmm. um, with the relationship that these guys have had and how it's blown up and putting them in a cage. I think there's no better way to solve it, but I'm I'm looking forward to sitting ringside from, from the first match so the last match tonight, I think this is going to be the one for all Vegas fans to get your butts out to Diversion Entertainment. Get yourself a ticket. I don't care if you have to stand in the back. This is going to be the show to see this year.
0: Well said.
1: Do you think the roof will blow off tonight, or nah, in the, I, or in the future, sir?
9: I I don't think you know. There's going to be no potty breaks. Uh, and I'm telling you, it, you don't get up. You you get up for a second, you're going to miss something.
1: I agree I, I with you. I think this
9: card is stacked from, from top to bottom. Everybody's going to show up and show out, and we're going to show the world why Vegas independent wrestling, no one can hold a candle to it. That's why the big companies come and look at our talent, and that's why we have more champions than anybody out in other territories.
1: Very true. Yeah, absolutely. Solid do words. You, do, you, do you think there will be any belts changing hands tonight?
9: Um, I think we can see some surprises. Um,
1: who, I think who, the, uh, who on your the, mind? Who do you think? Give me one.
9: Well, um, I, I think it's time for someone to to vaccinate the COVID champ and take the belt off uh, Captain Crushed Ice. But that's just me. <laughs> um, I,
1: I like that. I like that. I love champ. See, uh, That's
2: amazing.
9: Sandra keep running through the uh, the women's division. But I, I think the uh, the one title that definitely change hands is going to be. The uh, no limits. I think it's time for uh, Ice and
1: you think, whatever his little. You think Ice Ice Baby's going to go away, huh? Okay, I like. No, him. I, 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 I just like think like him that. and
9: his new kids on the block rip off. They they can go
2: do something else for a while. I like,
1: like that. that. I like that.
2: He was getting more heat outside the Impact tapings, than most of the Impact people were. <laughs> you, you know, and and
1: there, and there's a good point. I mean, we're getting close to time, but here's a good point, fellas. The guys are working his heels. They're they're crafting and honing their talents, and you're right, Matt. He did get a lot of heat, so he's doing what he he's doing for his character what he needs to do, and I'll give him that.
9: Yeah, Matt. Matt's just a bitter, you know, bitter party <laughs> of one. He can just sit there at the, the end table. I'll, I'll bring you some turkey tonight, Matt. Love there you, you. Go though.
2: the leftovers. You gotta love it. I'll be at the head of the <laughs> table downtown.
1: <laughs> hey, brother, what are we gonna do tonight, man? Who,
9: who we, we are going to sit down who, who, and we are going to watch. Who are we going to absolutely blow
1: Who are we going to give some shit to tonight?
9: Anybody and everybody. I'm looking for. Uh, I'm ready. I, I, I think uh, Brandon and I've got uh, got one coming for uh, Toka Uso. Okay. I think we owe them after after throwing our nachos and our popcorn around. We might have a little something for them.
1: Oh yeah, he. I forgot. Uh, <laughs> some guy from uh, Utah is coming down too. He might be. He might already be in town. I'm not sure.
9: We'll see. We're going to have some fun. You gentlemen have a great rest of your day. You guys be safe. Hey,
1: you Looking guys, forward
9: to seeing everybody tonight. Hey you Garth, too,
1: Garth. thank you so much for
0: the call. Absolutely, likewise, and we appreciate. It. We hope to catch you next time. Great takes, great conversation in the chat room as well, buddy. So you take care.
1: Firehouse subs, December seventh. And seven p.m. And Mike, Special guest Remy Marcel.
0: And Mike Halverson says he needs front row seats. Does Garth need a bodyguard? Also said Zeb Coulter is not his name, alluding to the birthday segment. Don't Dutch, call, Mantel. Dutch Mantel. Dutch Mantel. That's what I said before we got the caller in from yep. Garth, an iconic, uh, uh, figure in, in the industry his, who was a legend far before far before the name Zeb Coulter ever came into the light. Do
1: you know what his uh, Do you know what his his uh, sidekick's name was? Lay it on me. Shoe baby. There you go. And he was—he was considered. Do you know what Shoe Baby was? Huh?
0: Going, you're going beyond my ears here. A whip. Really? Yep. I'm trying to think Cause
1: called he, Shoe what Baby. What territory
0: did Mantell start in? Texas. Okay, there you go. And he, yeah, because he, he he was at one point involved with everybody all throughout Mike, the south. And Mike, if I'm
1: wrong, correct me, please. That's—he's the encyclopedia. But I, think, but I think, it's Texas. You gotta he got love it. In
0: it. And also one then last we're over. one last comment, good one to end it ended on here. Happy belated birthday to the Chief. From Sean Hyde, you know what you mean to me and my family. Love you, brother. We could endorse that as well. Happy belated birthday, Chief. Hope Thank you all you had all. a happy Thanksgiving. You hear that music? It's time for us to get out of here. Go to that. Go live. Go to the Go Live Vegas shop. Check out all the apparel and the merchandise. The TCA website, so on and so forth. Aaron will be back in action next week and when he makes his return. So find us here on Go Live Vegas. This was a privilege to join you, gentlemen. Thank you so Thanks much. for coming on. Hey, we had fun. It Thanks, a, You got it. Fun show, fun Thanksgiving weekend conversation. Plenty more to come next week, so we'll see you then. Aaron will be back in the spot. You guys take care. Have a great week. We'll see you next time on TCA here on Go Live Vegas.